0: Welcome back to the Jote Show here on the Dion Family Network, episode 159, and I feel like the MLB playoffs just kind of flew by us.
1: Yeah, it certainly did. It kind of went a little one-sided in the uh, American and National League Championship Series, which normally it doesn't. They're usually kind of compelling, but unfortunately not this year.
0: No, in the time... I, I looked back and our last episode, we were talking about game one of the division series. Wow. And now we're talking about the World Series. There you go. That is just how, how quickly it's it's going to turn. We'll, we'll start with baseball. We'll talk about uh, NFL week six, week seven. We'll do guess the lines, McCaffrey trade, Matt Ryan, all that fun stuff. The NHL. Uh, I mean, Vancouver is the most important story, but I also want to talk about Phil Kessel reverse retros. Uh, I'm going to give my NBA finals pick and a few other early NBA stories, but, uh, baseball is the place to start because I, I think this is my time to a apologize to the Philadelphia Phillies and also pick the Houston Astros to win the world series.
1: Ooh, and they're going to win not cheating.
0: (laughs) My, my only reason for that is every single round I've picked against Philadelphia, right? And they've won every time. So I think I just have to commit to that. I'll be the bad guy. And this Houston team is just ridiculous. But Philadelphia walks into Atlanta, a 101 win team, had all the momentum in the world. And I don't know about you, but by the third inning of game one, I was already regretting my decision. Right. Where Max Fried is just getting roughed up by Philly and. Like, Atlanta won a game. I had to look back because I didn't remember them even winning a game. Philadelphia really dominated and still were making defensive mistakes.
1: Yeah, and I think that might be the key to the World Series is the defense does the – do the mistakes. Can they overcome the mistakes and still
0: win? I think it will be the big factor for the Philadelphia Phillies. Because they have – I would say out of the – I would say they have the best starter in the series in the playoffs so far, in Zach Wheeler. Right. Outside of that, then Houston kind of has that depth of yeah, Verlander, McCullers, Valdez. Yeah,
1: it just never ends. It seems.
0: Yeah, there's and, al- always someone next.
1: And their bullpen is it. They kind of remind me of the Yankees, to be honest with you. Where like, okay, you're gonna you're gonna, uh, you know, hit apart your our starter, but guess what? Now we've got the relief guy that's gonna shut things down. And you're not going to get any more than, than that.
0: Yeah. And no injuries. For. For Houston. Yeah. Like, they're healthy. Right. And Jeremy Pena, I know he won the ALCS MVP, but he's just kind of stepped into that. I don't want to say Carlos Correa, because that's too much of, like, expectations for how good of a playoff performer he is. But right. Jeremy Pena just, like, and it's just a lineup that makes so much sense with Houston. It,
1: Yeah, and Altuve, what was he, one for 30? Like, when these guys aren't hitting and they're still winning, that's scary. Yeah. Uh, And that's kind of how I thought the Yankees were going to go because Judge wasn't playing well, but they were still winning uh, going into the lead-up to the the American League Championship Series. And a fun fact for you, which will be in my bad, good, and great at some point, um, Houston is only the third team in history to sweep. The division and the American League Championship Series, and the teams that have done it in the past have not won the World Series.
0: I so. can't remember who the later one. What the early, the most more recent one was the 2007 Colorado Rockies.
1: Uh, correct. And I can't remember what the other team was because I I think the other team was later than that. I want to
0: say it was like 2014. Oh yeah, or, Kansas City. There you go. But, yeah, the Rockies, I remember loving that team. Yeah. Todd Helton and Tulo. And that's
1: where I thought they got too much time off because I think they ended up like nine days off or something, right? Which it's funny because it didn't seem to affect um, the division winners going into the playoffs, although it wasn't nine days. What did they get, five days off, four days off? Something like that. Right? So it, it certainly didn't affect Houston. I don't think it affected the Yankees either. I don't think it affected the teams in the National League, even though, you know, some teams were upset and stuff like that. but
0: and I wouldn't say it's because of the rest. I yeah. would only say maybe Philly would be the only one that they just gained a lot of momentum right. going into that series. But uh, Houston swept. I mean, they swept everyone. But the Seattle series, especially, I want to go back to not to go through the games, but just this series was so close. Well, game one,
1: if that goes well, if you want to call it game one, it's game one and game two. Yeah, right. Uh, just because of the length of the game. You're basically two games in one. And yeah, if Seattle wins that game, then I think this is a whole different series. But it, it almost felt like it was a game seven just because of the length of how long the game went. Oh, like, wait,
0: you mean game three?
1: Oh, I thought it was game one that w- went 18 innings.
0: Uh, game one was the comeback. And uh, right. Seattle brings in Robbie yeah. Ray to right, right. stop Alvarez. Yeah. Yeah. The big comeback after coming back against the Jays. That
1: felt like so long ago, but... Yeah, that actually was a game that Houston stole, and Seattle should have won, and yeah, that I think was the TSN turning point.
0: Yeah, the game two was just kind of Houston dominated, then yeah, you, game, game three was the coin flip. Yeah,
1: exactly, and game one, so really Seattle was right there, and again, it goes to show you, you get into the playoffs, anything can ha- can happen, you build momentum, and there's no way we thought... the. Jays would get swept by Seattle going that far back. And if anything, if you're going to tell me
0: sweep. Yeah. Okay. Jays will win two at home and move on. Yeah. Still, still weird. I'm, I'm really happy for the Padres. I know they lost in the NLCS, but beating the Dodgers and beating your, because this is the thing I found interesting. Is, is Padres Dodgers a rivalry? Can something be a rivalry if only one team is winning?
1: Well, according to the Yankees and, Red Sox eventually the tide starts to turn. Yeah. And this could be it. This could be the 2004 or 2005 I guess season, right? 2000 No, Not 2004, four. yeah. 2003 was the last Yankees hurrah the... for dominating a rivalry yeah. series where and remember the Padres were missing their best player. That's the I thought about that the whole playoffs cuz this is the team I picked to go to the World Series and they were that close, and
0: they didn't have their best player? Holy mac! Because he's going to come back after, like, 50 games next year? Something uh, like that?
1: I don't know. I thought he would be back opening day. Hasn't he missed? Didn't he miss all, the whole season?
0: Because uh, he got suspended later in the year because of uh, the PEDs, right. which was a 70 or 80-game suspension. So I think he served about 30 games. Gotcha. So Regardless.
1: But, yeah. yeah, they got enough. Close to show you, they got enough to get to the National League Championship Series without
0: them. Yeah, if they just bring back this team and add Tatis, that's that's uh, gonna be a sexy World Series pick next yeah. year. Yeah, or
1: or who who knows who else they bring bring in? Like, I don't know. That to me, it doesn't sound like. Uh, are they a top five payroll team? I don't think so.
0: No, they pay right? like the like, two guys big money, but, but that's, that's about it. it. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, yeah, the the Dodgers just do it again. I honestly have to give major respect to Dave Roberts, who just said, I don't regret, because in April or whatever, he said, we're winning the World Series. So then everybody brought that quote back to him, and look, you didn't even make it to the LCS. This is just, it's what the Dodgers are. They dominate the regular season, and they usually fall flat in the playoffs unless it's a bubble.
1: Listen, I'm sure if you go back to spring training for all – what are we at? 32 teams? 30. 30. Wow, well, I, I really got get mixed <laughs> up with all the <laughs> leagues now. Anyway, if you go back to spring training and all 30 ma- major league teams, managers, I'm sure at some point they're all saying we're winning the World Series. We're here to win the World Series. Nobody's saying, yeah, we're going to tank this year.
0: <laughs> That's true. Right? Yeah.
1: No one will ever say that. So, yeah, I get it. I get it. And you know what? I just watched a couple episodes of the captain, and – Joe Tory put it so perfectly like you win 114 games. That's that's pressure. You you almost feel like you're down when you start the playoffs cuz he says it's 0-0 zero, zero and it's so true. So now the the team you're playing no matter who it is, they got nothing to lose. So I think it's even harder when you're that good of a team to win. And it go and like you just said, the Dodgers it goes to show you every team is they're like the National League Yankees everyone's up to play the Dodgers. Yeah.
0: Do you think um the MLB should change? I don't want to say like the playoff format I think has worked, but I heard an idea, I can't remember where it was now, but if you gave whoever is the higher seed the choice of how the series goes. Like what because if you're if you're the Dodgers, the Padres split and now get two games at home. Like what if I'm not saying all 5 should be at one ballpark, but yeah. I would say even, what if it was like four and one?
1: Yeah, because like, home field or home ice or home court advantage gets eliminated so quickly. And I, the only thing, the only problem I have, and that's a good pick aside, which we can talk about later, but um, I don't find that the home court, home ice is as much a, of an advantage anymore no. than it used to be because... Every stadium, rank, court, diamond was so specific. Like, it's almost kind of hard to tell where teams are playing sometimes now. Where before, like, if you looked at the game in the 70s or the 80s, regardless of the sport, you knew where they were playing. Yeah. So I think that makes a bit of a difference, but who knows? Because look at the wildcard. card. Look the Seattle. Yeah, let's go play in Toronto. Toronto comes to play in our home, and they think it's their home. So let's do the same thing to them
0: it's true uh yankees guardians which i have to say this is this is something that before on if we did a pick aside that um i've slowly come around to the talking about in this series there was a lot of like oh well uh from the guardians franchise but at the time this player was playing for the indians i actually think now i've switched to the extent of like not that we should be parading it around but i also don't think we should be like ashamed and like never talk about that they were called the indians i think right it kind of makes it worse if we're just ignoring it and not acknowledging it like that was their team name it's not it's not the best but also like I've, i've now redskins is a little harder for me but indians at least like you can't just be like oh yeah he was on the guardians he wasn't the teams in the late 90s they were the cleveland indians right
1: exactly and i didn't realize like how good those cleveland indians teams were in the 90s and it's too bad i didn't watch this captain series beforehand because then it would kind of feel more of a rivalry yeah. with the this guardians team or whatever but yeah it, again i hate this cancel culture um mindset of nowadays because yeah like history is history right like Yes, there was still slavery. We can't say that it didn't exist.
0: Yeah, and not talking about it is actually worse. Exactly,
1: exactly. And again, in my mind, because I grew up with that, it's it. it you know, I don't want to say um, I'm racist because I'm not. But again, someone who grows up racist doesn't know any different. If that's how they're brought up, and that's how they hear stuff, then that's just the way that it's said. It's again. In my mind, saying Redskins or Indians is a – is a all in my mind is only – it's a sports nickname. It's nothing else. Yeah. Like a Yankee. Isn't that like a derogatory term? It might be. (laughs) You know what I mean? So,
0: (laughs) I don't know. Um, Do we talk about how Aaron Boone cost the Yankees in 2004 from hitting the greatest home run of his life? I love baseball connections. You go ahead and tell it, because it's a great story. And this was... I can't remember what game... It doesn't matter what game it was, but they talked about how... So Aaron Boone in 2003 hits the walk-off home run to send the Yankees to the World Series. Right. And wasn't it Game 7? Yep. Game 7 off Tim Wakefield.
1: I think it was. I think it was the 10th, yeah.
0: And so... The Red Sox fire their manager. I don't because, remember who it was. But, yeah, I can't remember who it was either. But then they hire Terry Francona, and right. they make this connection. Also, I have to say, baseball playoffs, great job at interviewing managers. Like in the middle of innings, it's it's really and, smart.
1: And the and the managers don't have to do it. They don't have to agree to it. And they, and they're doing it with players. Yeah, like a guy like Bryce Harper hits a home run, and they're gonna talk to him like thirty once he catches his breath. Yeah and does his high fives and whatever their fancy dugout celebration is, <laughs> then they talk to the announcer.
0: That, that's put, pretty neat. Yeah, putting on the headset. Baseball is a very different sport that you can – like, if you're not playing, you're not in the play at all. Right. Like, in the NBA, what are you going to be like? Oh, LeBron's on the bench. Hey, LeBron, Le- you want to come t- over and talk
1: to us? Yeah, exactly. No. It's not going to happen.
0: Yeah. Um, this series, I have to give all of the credit to Cleveland because until that game five, I really didn't think the Yankees were winning
1: yeah it was to me it was fifty fifty and and I'll lay my Yankee um, uh, funeral procession out here now. In my mind, again, I told you this from day one. I thought they were the fourth best team in their division. Fifth best team in the American League and probably ranked eighth maybe in baseball this year. So for them to get to the American League Championship Series, again, this is a, I'm, I'm a, a realist, yes. but I'm also a Yankee fan who means it's World Series or bust. So we're getting close. I don't think I put it in my bad, but we're almost at the point where it's the longest time in the history of the Yankees organization where they have not only not reached the World Series but not won it. So that's the bar. I get it. I get it, but I think they had a successful season because, again, we can go back to my podcast. I wasn't very happy with the moves that the Yankees made this year. I didn't think they were a playoff team at all, and they really weren't. Yeah, no. As opposed to Aaron Judge having a phenomenal MVP season. If he take him out of that lineup, I don't think they make the playoffs.
0: I would argue if Aaron Judge isn't on this team, I think they finish last in the division. There you go uh beating cleveland like it was just a team it was all the it was the um kind of the new new school nfl where everyone plays deep and it's just dip and dunk and that's what cleveland did it it, it was the
1: a classic example of the bronx bombers against the cleveland indians slash guardians uh walk in a
0: bloop and a
1: wild pitch and will <laughs> scramble to get a run somehow
0: yeah And their bullpen was just incredible. Absolutely.
1: And again, part of the Yankees' funeral possession. If you take a look at the starting day one bullpen, how many guys were left? Like They really got decimated and still did an admirable job in my mind to do what they did.
0: Yeah, I think of three guys in particular, and Scott Efros, who's not going to be even back next year, or right. maybe he'll be back at the end of next year. Right,
1: but at least he's under contract for, like, three more years. Like, that was a good move. Yeah, Chad Green. Ch- yeah, like, he is your sixth inning guy, always. Gone from, when did, when, when did he, he get was, hurt? Like, like, April? Pretty early, Right? Yeah. Like, you, you forget about these guys. It's it's kind of sad because you you always know who your starters are, and oh, he's out for the year with Tommy John, so you kind of have him in the back of your mind. But you forget about your bullpen guys. Yeah,
0: and yeah, like there's going to be some changes in New York on the back end. And uh, Michael King, who I think was their best, pe- like their best bullpen guy,
1: absolutely out again. Yeah, exactly. And and Schmidt, it was kind of like the poor man's king, but he's really a starter um got thrown into situations that really he shouldn't have had to do but because of injuries there was no choice and because of um certain closers deciding to get a tattoo at the wrong time of year I don't think he's back either next year
0: No, I think he is going to find somewhere else to play. Yeah. Um I uh, I guess we got through the Cleveland. Is there anything else from that Cleveland series? Um the only
1: thing again just finishing off with the New York Yankees. This would be almost like a perfect situation. And, and again, I don't want to blame Aaron Boone, but this would be the time to bring in Don Mattingly. Like like he, it it's just set up perfectly like it it's again just it just reminded me watching the captain. You you have uh buck Walter, who I think is a great manager and even a better announcer. Mm-hmm. And i it's too bad he's not an announcer anymore. I loved him when he was in New York. I was disappointed when they let him go. Like, they had three good years there. And it's almost, we're at that point right now, like, what do we need? Who's the
0: guy that's going to bring the, them over the top?
1: Right, like, other than we need to bring George Steinbrenner back so he can start yelling in the office, because I have a feeling it's a different dynamic up there right now where no one's pissed off about them losing yeah they need that at the top but i think if you can bring in don mattingly right now i think he can make a difference because he was a good manager with a bad team yeah put him on a good team like and again aaron boone i feel bad for because he's he's only been winning
0: yeah it's the same thing as dave roberts yeah regular season wins and postseason falls flat exactly um i'm i'm gonna one up your don mattingly and i'm gonna say why shouldn't we have manager don mattingly which i think everyone has talked about it makes the most sense in the world hopefully he grows the mustache back if he does right why shouldn't Derek jeter be the gm of this team
1: well and again just this is so fresh in my mind uh watching the captain and it's a great first two episodes he's always said i'm always going to be a new york yankee so i'm sure he felt like that when he was the owner of the miami marlins yeah
0: that's why they gave gave him stanton for yeah so bring him back even if it's i i mean i just think when you look at i saw a picture of like every their executives and how long they've been there yeah we've overstayed our welcome like it is it has been 12 years since there's been a world series and i know yeah. that's gonna a lot of people are gonna say oh 12 years yeah. we've never won a world series right but it's the yankees they're different yep brian cashman which i didn't know he's been the gm since 1998
1: right and assistant gm from 92 to 98 so he's been around yeah it's time for a change
0: or maybe like we do a reshuffling where he gets elevated to right. some other yeah. executive Senior position manager
1: or whatever I, I agree
0: jeter mattingly is kind of i mean Maybe because of the captain, I was thinking of that too. But it just seems like a the uh, right
1: time yeah. to do it. Yep, sign judge, bring those guys in, and go go out and get another big fish. Like okay, I, I'm willing to give on Korea. If <laughs> I I wow. I'm at that point that okay, let's go get our sh- superstar. We tried to mix and match, and let's go. If if I'm again, if George is still alive, he's going to get him. He's, he's going to make that big move other than your
0: own guy. Yeah, I, which I am I have to say I'm, I'm worried about it. Like when when he has that post – I don't know if it was post-game or a couple days after when they said, is the goal to still be a Yankee? And he has this very coy, well, you know, we didn't get a deal done in spring training. Right. I'm a free agent now. And he's going to go test the market, which is fair. Apparently the Giants are the team that are not going to get outbid, which – if you're getting the same offer from the Giants and the Yankees, right? there's there's then going to be this, do you want to win? Do you want to be on a winning team?
1: Or do you want to go play for your boyhood favorite team, right? Because the Giants were apparently his favorite team
0: growing oh, yeah. up. California kid. Yeah,
1: yep. so it, it's very interesting because the Giants, yeah, that's a that's a tough division to begin with. Yeah, like so, it's the it's not, not that
0: the American League East isn't no, but the Dodgers and Padres are the Padres are probably going to be better. The yeah. Dodgers will probably be, be about the same. That's Good,
1: they're going to win a hundred. So, do you want to go there? That's that's a hard. Yeah. Do you want out of the pressure because he seems so Derek Jeterish, where he just well again, Derek Jeter never had to deal with trying to bake, break Babe Ruth or Roger Maris' record. Like I thought he handled himself amazing mm-hmm. in new york so i don't know i think he's made for new york they need to name make a deal name him the captain let's move on
0: yeah rizzo rizzo said that as well that yeah. if he if you are if you're resigning him he's yeah. the captain of right. this team because we haven't had it,
1: i don't understand why they don't don't have one like always yeah. yeah
0: like i think it was hard it was hard until a couple of years ago to think who is going to be that captain i get it i get it because a sure. part of it is like is it like once they signed Garrett Cole, it's like, well, is Cole, could he be the captain? Which I don't think he could.
1: Well, Guidry was. Ron Guidry, I don't think it's because so, of a pitcher. I just think right. it's Garrett Cole. Yeah, man. yeah. Fair I enough. don't yeah. think he's the, there's that
0: the vi- the video of him talking, like trying to hype the team up. And he's like, right. uh, you know, guys, uh, he's just not a, he's not a vocal guy. Yeah. He's no, that's fair. He's, the, he's
1: vocal, but just on the bench when he's pissed off at one thing.
0: But <laughs> Alec yeah. Manoa. Uh, I have to say in that, that serious, obviously it's never good to see your team get swept out of the playoffs. Right. I have to say out of all the years, this was, I don't want to say the easiest cause it's never easy to watch right. your team lose, but I didn't feel as bad because like Houston is just that good for sure. And, and we we're in every game yeah. except
1: for one. Yeah. And even that game, I, I don't think we were like terribly blown out. Like was it five, nothing? Yeah. So like, yeah, like, all of a sudden, yeah, we're not hitting, and they're pitching well, and that's what it comes down to. And we were still there. We were right there.
0: Yeah, every mistake the Yankees made, Houston took advantage of. Exactly,
1: and that's exactly the Yankee way, if you look back throughout playoffs, which it just blows my mind. Um, baseball playoffs, it and I keep forgetting this. I don't know why, but it always comes down to one or two plays. And like I told you, that Torres miscue i th- i knew we're done it, it, it's just the writing's on
0: the wall yeah. when that kind of stuff happens is a i think a part of that i think it's his miss mistake but i think also ikf deserves some i mean i know a lot of people probably ripped on him because there were quite a few mistakes he made i wonder if next year the move 'Cause is I believe Donaldson's a free agent? Is he I'm not sure. If he is, I don't think there's a reason to bring him back. Uh,
1: I agree. Great defensively, couldn't hit. So like why why was there no move at third? Like why would they not bring boy we're talking lots of Yankee here, right? But it, it is the, the funeral. Um, why would they not put Cabrera or Perez at third? Yeah, like he was struggling all i was hoping he did was walk Mm -hmm. like he couldn't hit anything but we knew that we knew that coming in and again that's why i didn't think the yankees were the were better than the other three teams in the american league east based on that move that they made and the catcher that they got never even played oh uh, they got from the twins he was supposed to be their starter right yeah but anyway yeah i just that surprised me like he was the guy struggling. Why would you not make a change? He was shuffling. It's almost like he was well, I played third, so I d I don't care what the third baseman's doing as long as he's making plays and that just again, I but now you're in scramble mode. We talked about this, like I know Aaron Boone you can always
0: tell when he's hitting the panic button, right? We know his managerial ways. Yeah. I wonder if next year because I think people kind of forget this, Isaiah Kiner Falefa is a gold glover. At third base. Oh, really? He's not a shortstop, traditionally. Interesting.
1: Like, again, my expectations were right on with him. Hit 270, hit three or four home runs, whatever he did, and play great defense. That's all you're asking from him. He was the stopgap guy.
0: Yeah. And it wasn't enough. Yeah. Do we think... I think cabrera should be the starting shortstop next year i
1: I think he's got the confidence i think they like him he can play any position he's a switch hitter i like everything about him it's almost it felt to me like the yankees were going through a rebuild while they were good yeah which i think that's a great sign
0: and they still have these two these two mammoth prospects and jason dominguez who's like 19 right and uh anthony vol or volpe i can't remember how to say right. it but those are their two the two next guys but yeah. those are still you give them time to develop you give them right. two more years right and they should be on this team yeah uh i guess that's enough yankee talk right so, uh it's a, <laughs> i don't know why i thought you were apologizing to me i i i just i when i watch judge ground out if he leaves i feel like i don't want to say that's a fitting end because he had an amazing season yeah but if He's the one that was the Yankees' last chance. I just, I never felt like he was coming through in that, in just that moment. That
1: particular moment, no. No. Once he, it's almost like once he hit home run number 62, it just seemed like that was the end because he really struggled after that. It's almost like he exhaled and, and in his mind, the season was over once he did that. But yeah, I never felt, I never had that, oh, they still got a chance to come back. There was not that. Because they had a lot of that this year. Or it was a surprise where they had a lot of fight coming back in games. I think they were first or second, and most come from behind wins and stuff like that. But they, in my mind, they just didn't have that pedigree to win it all. And when you got Houston there, Houston, we have a
0: problem. Do you remember how the Yankee season started? I don't. Josh Donaldson walk-off win. To win really, eh? Beat Boston. Okay. Well, comeback win. Their they first comeback win. There you go. Uh the Phillies beat San Diego five game or in five games. This one didn't. Even though San Diego won a game, yeah. Actually, no, they were they were yeah, closer they were, than they, the Yankees. It was
1: definitely exciting. Yeah, National amazing League was, baseball. was was more exciting. I know it doesn't always mean um, no defense, but I mean just having at least lead changes and home runs and yeah, it was that was definitely more exciting than. Than you know the the Yankees and Astros, although those games were still close, but it was almost like you could just see how things were gonna finish. That's all.
0: The the Phillies again. I think this is a moment that I just wanna I want to take to appreciate Bryce Harper. He's someone since he was thirteen years old, he was on the cover of Sports Illustrated, touted as the LeBron James of baseball. Right. And now this is like actually his moment, which yeah. I was I was talking with someone about. You know what sucks about this? This is amazing. I I would never take away anything from Bryce Harper. This is his moment. This is his team. He hits the biggest home run of his life, which as much as I miss Joe Buck doing baseball, uh, Joe Davis. Joe Davis? Yeah, I think
1: it's it's Davis anyway.
0: There's a bunch of... There there were so many commentators. Like, I talked about how I loved the Padres, Dodgers, Adam Amon, or Amon, and AJ Brzezinski. They were great, but Joe Davis and John Smoltz are their top team. And he has this... Besides, he said... That Harper hit the ball to left center. It was not left center. It was just to left. But he hits it and he goes, that's the swing of his life, or that's the home run of his life, which it absolutely was. You're down by two, runner on, and in a high pressure situation, which I did kind of, I don't remember the exact situation, but all I remember is Josh Hader wasn't out there, and that's the Padres season, and he had somehow come back to life in these playoffs.
1: Yeah, exactly. After it looks like there was a reason why the Brewers (laughs) traded him. Because he fell apart for, jeez, a good what, six weeks or eight weeks? There, he was not good. I want to say terrible, but he was definitely not good. And yeah, I I wonder if you know someone like Mike Trout is watching at home, going, "Wow, that's that's what happens in the playoffs." And you're a superstar, and you're hitting a big home run like that. And I don't know, we'll have to see what happens there because uh, the two superstars may want to change venues there. And again i know the yankees would be knocking at the door if that's the way the those players want if they want out because that's kind of the way it goes now it's not up to teams it's up to players where they want to play sometimes
0: which is right this being bryce harper's moment made me think of mike trout absolutely like he's never had this and he might never will unless he changes teams
1: yeah exactly
0: that's crazy that like People talk about Mike Trout as, like, could he be the best player in baseball history, which I don't think is out of the question. Absolutely not. In the regular season, for sure. But you need you need these iconic playoff moments. Absolutely. Um, World Series, I guess, just, like, we already talked about... So, I think pitching-wise, I would say Houston's starters are better. Yeah. I actually kind of like Philly's bullpen better. Okay. I wor- I. The only thing I worry about is they have a lot of horses that sort of Anthony Dominguez and Jose Alvarado, Zach Eflin. They have these guys that they ride a lot, which is going to be hard in a series like this. When Houston, they have like, it feels like 10 bullpen guys that they can throw out in any scenario. Right,
1: exactly. And if any of their superstars decide to get hot, then yeah, the Phillies might be in big trouble.
0: I'm trying to think about how I want to break this down because like... I guess we could do just, like, quick position by position. I think Philly has the clear catching matchup, or advantage. Yes. Rio Muto versus the combination of Vasquez and Maldonado. Yeah. Uh, First base, again, is probably Philly Hoskins versus Gurriel, which Gurriel is an unbelievable defender. Right. So I'd say he has the advantage there, but Reese Hoskins' bat has been incredible. Yeah.
1: Again, it's just so fun, right, to see a guy just – get hot and i actually should have put that in my bad good and great i loved uh when he when he um jeez what's the word i'm looking for with his bat no oh, the bat slam yeah uh but it was like a spike. Uh, a spike thank you a spike it just reminded me of football like how come no one's ever done that before i went that was awesome
0: I know people don't want to hear this. I don't think it's as good as the Jose Bautista bat flip, but it's it, close it's, because it's more creative.
1: For sure, exactly. It was. It's the same same celebration style, just different, and that's why I liked it. Yeah, I, I like both of them. Come on, <laughs> you What are you supposed to just like, just put walk my, around the bases, put, put picture, my bat down, ask your bat boy to come <laughs> take your bat? Yeah, it's it's
0: an exciting time. It's a high energy moment, and that yeah. Philly bench. Especially made me think watching the Yankees. Their bench was always dead. Yep. When Philly, they were up and they right. were loud, like right. on the bench. Yeah. Uh, second base, weirdly closer than it should be. Altuve's been ice cold, and Gene Segura is just in the middle of everything.
1: So, and here's you're looking at two polar opposites. So, uh, Segura's never been in the playoffs before, and Altuve's basically been in the
0: playoffs every year. Yeah, and pretty much. Besides when they were like really, really bad. Yeah. In early in his career, but uh third base, Bregman versus Alec Bohm, who was incredible in that division series. I think I don't want to say come back down to earth, but I just think Bregman has the advantage, but it's yeah. probably closer than people think. Right. And then shortstop, Jeremy Pena has been incredible and it, it makes up for Altuve being ice cold. Right.
1: He was the MVP the National League championship
0: series when on the other side aren't, i feel like they've been i know uh bryson stott has been playing yeah. quite a bit but i'm pretty sure they have a second guy that they, they kind of rotate well. in um outfield i find it fascinating that Jordan alvarez is playing as much left field as he is yeah because he's not very good out there <laughs> he's
1: dh written all over him
0: and it's just because they're missing a guy and i think it's something people don't talk about because houston's already here they lost michael yeah. brantley
1: exactly like again houston's kind of like san diego like they're missing some a big piece there that could make them a lot better
0: yeah if you have brantley in that lineup and alvarez gets to be your dh so it yeah. makes the team look that much better for sure when on the left field side for philly kyle Schwarber, i think gets underrated as a defender not that he's incredible but he just is he honestly has to be out there because harper can't play the field right
1: I, I never, and i never thought i would see this in baseball where your home run kings from the national league and american league lead off games yeah it
0: just it just blows my mind uh center field houston has definitely a bit of a platoon right and it's not like philly has it's weird that that's kind of when you talk about stalwarts of your team, it's shortstop and center field. When, right. Like for neither of these teams, center field is really a strength. No. It's just kind of mixing guys it's, in. Yeah. And then right field, Tucker versus Castellanos. As much as I love Castellanos, and he's probably been the quietest bat out of anybody yeah. in Philly. Yeah. And I feel like Kyle Tucker is kind of underperforming. Like for yeah. what you think he can be
1: right he was kind of decent in the the division series yeah in seattle but yeah since then he's kind of been cold
0: it's been for the astros like alvarez is incredible yeah but even he kind of tailed off a bit in that yankee series yeah and then yeah,
1: he didn't scare me no let's put it that way
0: who is the guy i knew, I know it's probably pena who is maybe the other guy that scared you for Houston? Yeah. Um I
1: would say probably Bregman.
0: Right? He's the guy that is that playoff performer. Yeah. That just it's a big moment and yeah. you think he's going to hit a home run. And he did. <laughs> um yeah, we already I guess we already talked about the pitching matchup. I don't know, manager, it's so different between Dusty Baker and Rob Thompson. Right. Where I love the magic of this Philly team and Rob Thompson, right. who who's came the in. the next Yankee, by the way. Is he? Yep. Oh. Replaced, last year. replaced the former Yankee, yep. Joe Girardi. But then Dusty Baker is just kind of that veteran who's right. just been Never around won the won a World
1: Series as a manager. Hmm.
0: I think this is... I mean, it's set up to be a great World Series, especially because we have now... Like, the series finished Sunday, and they don't play till Friday.
1: Yeah, it's, I'm surprised they didn't move it up because baseball likes staying relevant. It's the one time all year where you're not talking baseball, where it's primetime playoff baseball, and nothing's happening. It's so weird.
0: And they're playing the World Series until November, I yeah, think, like, like the 7th. They could have moved that up, but we'll have to see if
1: that, if that helps Philadelphia at all, playing in these cold conditions against Houston, who's playing in warm sometimes sometimes covered conditions
0: yeah which not to keep harping on the yankees but like i know they wanted they're talking about the dome being or the roof being closed right it it doesn't really matter like you still lost yeah um i think that's that's it for for baseball and basically our yankee therapy session right uh let's go to the nfl for two weeks behind not that i want to spend too much time but i feel like we could just quickly go through the last couple weeks of games yeah um we'll go back week seven or week six uh the thursday night game washington beat chicago 12 to 7 yeah oh boy it's poor thursday night yeah at least like this past week they did have a good one
1: exactly yeah and l michaels did mention that <laughs> is, is this actually thursday night like you're 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 working for Amazon. You might not want to say that kind of stuff, but he's big, honest at least, right? Yeah, at least he got a good game.
0: Uh, Minnesota beats Miami 24-16. Miami just, until they got two back, were just kind of, they just kept getting decimated. Like, their quarterbacks just kept getting hurt.
1: Yeah, like, how quickly does the NFL season go by, which we talked about, right? Like, we're already in week eight. Uh, but at the same time, like, how quickly does... The tables turn like Miami Dolphins best team in the NFL and like oh now they're five hundred. Right? Like it just changed on a dime based on one position, which is obviously the most important position on any team, but it just really changed the dynamic of that team quickly.
0: Yeah. And changed back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh New England beat Cleveland thirty eight to fifteen. The Patriots just it's the Patriot way. They know Bill Belichick knows how to coach a, te- coach a team.
1: Uh, until this week, like again, tables turn quickly once we fast forward. Uh, Atlanta beat San Francisco twenty-eight to fourteen. Wow! I again the Falcons, who I didn't think were going to win
0: a game this year, are like battling for the division lead. In in contention, tie. I think they're tied. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Yeah, tied at three and four. Look at that, tied with those Tampa Bay Bucks who these last two weeks they lose to pittsburgh 20 to 18 in a game that i think everyone watching just kept saying okay now they're going to score the touchdown right exactly like like they're not covering but they can win bad
1: like how how do teams not see this it's like they it's like people are feeling bad pittsburgh steelers can't be bad is like what every other team's saying
0: and then like pickett gets a concussion and then trubisky comes in and wins the game for pittsburgh i think that makes it worse for tampa absolutely it does uh cincinnati beat new orleans 30 to 26 in this like where i think we're slowly seeing this cincinnati rejuvenated from last year it's like
1: it's like miami and cincinnati they just changed seats <laughs> right like, yeah everyone was like how can cincinnati be oh and three they're they're better than that and why do they keep losing and now it's like oh boy here we go here's the team we were looking for uh those ravens
0: lost to the giants 24 20
1: I I would not want to be a Baltimore Raven fan this year. That is a frustrating team to watch cuz they could easily be 6 and 1 right now.
0: Yeah, just a few plays oh, difference. Yeah. Uh how about the New York Football Jets beat the Packers 27 to 10. The green teams meet and the one green team comes
1: out on top that you never And this game, I watched this game this should have been a blowout. This could have easily been like 42 to 10. Like, the Green Bay Packers did not look good in this game, and the Jets dominated on both sides of the ball in this one.
0: I think Zach Wilson is falling into to a territory of last year where he might actually be holding the Jets back a bit. Right. A bit. Not saying he's he's been yeah. good. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's still in, a
1: manager type of quarterback, not a win-it-all kind of quarterback.
0: Um, I'm, I was really mad at Matt Ryan a couple weeks ago. They beat the Jags 34, 27 on this, like last play touchdown that I don't think I've ever seen. I ever saw him throw with the Falcons. Like he throws a beautiful ball down the sideline to get the last second win. And now the AFC South, we're in such a flux that I'm like, I'm back to, are the Titans going to win the division? It, it, I think the AFC South and the NFC
1: South, is that the division, the, Falcons are in. Yep. Yeah, that there's lots of you can call it flux all day long for both those divisions. It's you might have division winners that are under five hundred this year. Probably. The way it's worth going.
0: Uh Seattle beats Arizona nineteen to nine. Is Seattle America's sweetheart? Is
1: is again. If you would have told me Seattle and the Falcons are gonna battle to win one game this year, I would have agreed with you. I cannot believe and Seattle can play it either way. You want to play a defensive battle, grind it out game, we'll do it that way. If you want to let's put up 40 points, we'll play it that way. Like it's I it's I can't believe the job that uh Pete Carroll's doing with this Seattle team because they should not be what are they? 4 and 3?
0: Uh um, Like they just
1: won this week again.
0: 4 and 3 leading the division. Wow. Um also like Kyler, Kyler and the Cardinals—it's just—it's a mess.
1: But are you surprised? This—this no. this is one that coming into this week, you would have thought, okay, they're probably seven and zero, flying high. But no, maybe maybe it's going to be the opposite this year, right? They're like, a mess. Momentum, yeah. And now they're going to get better. Maybe this is the like the last seven games. You're going to say, wow, is this team ever
0: like just going on all cylinders now? Uh carolina decided to wait an extra week to have their new head coaching boost they lost to the rams 24 10 the rams just look so uninspired
1: yeah it's like they're still hung over
0: yeah that's that's true buffalo kansas city wow you probably set up to be this amazing shootout instead it was this like methodical defensive game
1: yeah it was like the defense said no 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 we're not gonna play that 42 38 game we're gonna show you how good our defenses are and again to me this just shows you how good buffalo is because i found their defense was better than kansas city's defense regardless of whether they won or lost i thought buffalo's defense was better in this game
0: and the late just a late josh allen drive yeah he just i don't know like
1: you watch that offense and like how do you stop it they're they're like kansas city like in my mind like why don't you just double team kelsey but they, no one ever seems to want
0: to do that and it's almost with the bills there isn't the okay you can double team Diggs. oh there's dawson knox there's gabe davis there's isaiah they, mckenzie the,
1: yeah they got so many weapons there and then they bring in these other guys are making catches too like
0: uh al uh, Shair or whatever yeah
1: he comes in gets his first touchdown like
0: yeah it doesn't it's almost like plug and play even the fullback, Gilliam, like he's a right. part of the offense. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. And they're running. Like I told you, if they could run the ball, they're, now they're getting those 10, 11 yard runs. It's not one, two yards, which they were getting before. And Josh Allen
0: doesn't have to be the lead rusher. Yeah, like I couldn't even remember him running in that game.
1: Yeah, he, yeah, he, he did. He hurtled. He hurtled oh, the yeah, guy. Oh, yeah, he did hurtle the guy. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah but yeah he ran maybe i don't know three or four times but again he's getting 10 11 15 yards when he's doing that wow uh he ran 12
0: times 12 oh. times for 32 yards wow i
1: i wouldn't have said he ran
0: 12 times Grinded grind it out football yeah uh philadelphia beats dallas 26 17 and this was our I don't want to say our farewell to Cooper Cup, but this was right. This was he's, his last game.
1: Yeah, he's coming back down to earth, and this game was closer than really the score indicated in my mind.
0: It was Cooper Rush made. He made the mistakes that he hadn't made earlier. Exactly. Yeah, this that Eagles team is just they they they're the team. I'm uh, still like I know they're undefeated and everything. I'm still just like, and it's a team that I like, but I'm still just gonna pump the brakes and say. Do we remember the Cardinals of last year? Right. I'll say that just because I th- I think there's a chance. I think there's a ch- they need to face some adversity. If they're 14 and 0 come a playoff game, they're going to end up having to play like the Cowboys.
1: Again, the NFC East all of a sudden it looks like a good division.
0: It's ama- it's actually really teams, good,
1: right? 3 teams that are 5 and 2, 6 and 1 and 7 and 0. Oh?
0: And like Washington's one two straight. Yeah weird uh monday night the chargers beat the broncos 1916 we already know like the broncos just aren't good and russell wilson's hurt but the chargers i know they have they're 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 baltimore of last year they're just they're they might squeak into the playoffs but they are just running at maybe 50 percent, probably less from all the guys that they've lost
1: exactly yeah uh
0: week seven thursday night is it crazy to say it might have been the best game of the week? Yeah. Arizona Not wins. Not crazy
1: to say. Sorry.
0: <laughs> uh, 42-34. And, like, they, Arizona wins this game, and I still feel worse about them. Like, Kyler's yelling at Cliff. And, yeah. And it's kind of true in the fact that they have, like, NFL coaches always script their, like, first, like, 10 plays or whatever. Right. It feels like once Arizona gets out of that script is when they start playing better. Yeah like just be willy-nilly just let kyler do his thing yeah and they got deandre hopkins back who just looks incredible yeah that's
1: huge for sure
0: uh to sunday tennessee beats indy 19 to 10 no offensive touchdowns in this game oh i didn't know that and wow fr- that is what i heard and, and I don't...
1: ryan's benched
0: yeah oh wait sorry there was sorry uh tennessee didn't score an offensive touchdown oh, okay. and won uh this was the game field goal interception return for touchdown field goal colts passing touchdown field goal field goal field goal wow and yeah mac ryan gets benched he's hurt but they said even if he wasn't hurt he was getting benched. benched right uh the giants beat the jags 23 17 this was like this made me so frustrated jacksonville is up they're up seven they're up a touchdown And they go for it on fourth and goal. I I know. I don't kick a field goal. You're up two scores. It just
1: changes the whole complexion of the game. I thought the exact same thing. Like, what what analytics guy? Fire him. Because if it's a coach's decision, fire him, too. Because just kick the field goal. You're the Jacksonville Jaguars. You're not the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, this isn't some amazing offense. You're playing the New York Giants.
0: Who are actually a good team. Right. And good teams figure out how to win games. That's right.
1: And that's what happened in this one. Even
0: though right at the – even the last second, that still almost scored. Almost pulled.
1: It, was, it was like Super Bowl 1999 all over again or whatever year it was. They, at they, the one-yard line. Kenny and, Dyson. Yeah, I just couldn't get over the line.
0: I So I said Carolina waited that extra week to beat Tampa Bay 21-3. to This has got to be an all-time low for Tampa Bay. Is I was thinking, is this like the worst point? Because some people are saying, oh, this is the lowest point of Brady's career in Tampa Bay. Is this not just the lowest point of his career? Yeah, period. And like, Or is this
1: the uh, Carolina gets a new head coach and you win for the new guy?
0: Yeah, but they waited an extra week to do it. Right. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Green Bay beat – or, sorry, Washington beats Green Bay 23-21. Good old – I love Taylor Heineke. I love watching him play because it's either really good or really bad. Right. And Rodgers and this Green Bay team is just—they're a mess.
1: Like, what do they got in store for Sunday night? This was supposed to be a marquee matchup, and this could be a, a blowout on Sunday night.
0: I I can't wait for you to hear the spread of that game in Buffalo too. Hard to guess it. Uh, Dallas beats Detroit at twenty-four to six. This this Dallas defense is—I yeah. don't—I I don't, I'm not ready to say like all-time stuff, but they're just the, the number one defense in football. Yeah, I would think.
1: Re- they're right. They're they're that good that they can win a game. They're they're like having that all star goaltender that can win you a game in a seven game series to get you to move on. That that's how good they are.
0: And every, I think everyone was worried. I don't know if we talked about it, whether it was on or off air. That if Dak comes back, are they going to go to this like air raid offense? Back. Right. But they actually Which, didn't. They just right. stuck to their stuck wrong. to
1: their same plan. And Diggs isn't getting all these interceptions
0: like what if he starts picking off passes like that's scary yeah uh cincinnati beats atlanta 35-17 we end the undefeated against the stri- against the spread streak right.
1: and and, the, and a close game like yeah they the, came back like this must have been weird like my heart's not broken. They they got smoked, and that was the end of the story. And,
0: and it wasn't even – it was they got smoked in the first half, where Burrow had, like, 300 yards in the first, yeah. first half and, like, four total touchdowns in the game. Like, he right. had three touchdowns in the first half, and he ran in a touchdown. I just think they ran into – Atlanta ran into Cincinnati at the wrong time. Yeah, they're hot. They're sure. they're figuring it out. Uh, Baltimore beats Cleveland 23-20. Just – I feel like is does every game or maybe every Cleveland loss just end with Jacoby Brissett trying to lead a game tying or a game winning drive? <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> and th- and this is really uh, going back to my time. This is a battle of two Cleveland Brown teams yeah, the right? fr- franchise. each other. So it's kind of yeah. interesting because I how I wonder. I'm sure it's happened where you're a Cleveland fan and you stick with your franchise, so you go to Baltimore, and fight, now you're playing Cleveland. That's got to be weird.
0: I hope at least the Cleveland Browns have the Cleveland Browns franchise records and that it's not the Ravens.
1: As long as they change their logo at center at center field at the 50-yard line. The just, elf?
0: It, yeah. There's no elf in Browns. It's a dog. <laughs> uh, the Jets beat the Broncos 16-9. to This was Mark Rippian playing for the Broncos, and the Jets just kind of grinded it out.
1: Do the Broncos play this week?
0: Uh, let's see. The Broncos. Uh, yes, they play this week, but... I'm taking the ender. I don't care who they're playing. I'm taking the ender. What if it's the experienced Jacksonville Jaguars across the pond?
1: Oh, even better. Let's take the ender.
0: <laughs> uh, the Raiders beat the Texans 38-20. to Derek Carr got knocked out of the game for like a couple plays, but this this was just like... I don't want to say a boring football game, but it just, it wasn't very good. Okay. I didn't see it. So it just wasn't, it was just like uninspired. And I was never like, I like the scrappy Texans, but like, they decided to play like uh, not even a quarter. They played like the second and third quarter. They kind of came back. Right. Then they gave up three touchdowns in the fourth and it was just, it never really felt that close.
1: And and isn't it weird how the Raiders who have played as poorly as they have are right in the mix for that division
0: i think actually i don't know they're two and four wow they feel like i know they started off oh and four yeah oh and four yeah they didn't win a game to start the year uh, right
1: there because they're better than the broncos yeah they and they're probably as good as the chargers as decimated so. as they are yeah
0: uh seattle beats those la chargers 37 23 wow Eek. i i
1: i don't know what to say
0: like this is
1: one one of my picks. Like I'm falling apart on my two teams that I thought were going to be good this year, or
0: just like, yeah, I want to change my pick. Who's the other one? The Lions. Oh yeah, they they, they don't really look very good. Nope. Uh, Seattle again. Like we said, like you said, they just play any what, style you what want. What do you? How do you want to play it? Yeah, we're up for it. Uh, Kansas City wins the the Super Bowl whatever matchup right. rematch. Forty four twenty three. The Chiefs just look—they
1: look good. But this game was actually closer than the score. Um, but yeah, it just goes to show you, like the quarterback level can make a difference. I'll just kind of leave it at that because I thought San Fran's defense played exceptional in the first two and a half quarters, and then, but then, yeah, they just kind of—I don't want to say fell apart—but their offense didn't didn't help them and. Did Jimmy throw a couple picks? Uh-huh. I want to say he he kind of set the Chiefs up in pretty good field oh, position
0: because um, he he gave up a safety, right? Uh, one interception and five sacks. Yeah, yeah. they had a uh, Brock Purdy in the game. I forgot about that. Four oh, right. for nine for sixty six yards. Jimmy still threw for three hundred yards. Mahomes threw for four hundred and twenty three. Yeah. I think the part that's terrifying, and I didn't even look at these numbers, these are the top three Chiefs receivers from from Sunday. Juju Smith-Schuster, seven receptions, 124 yards, and a touchdown. Who's number two? You think it's going to be Travis Kelsey? Yep. Nope. Marquez Valde- Valdez-Scantling, three right. catches, 111 yards. Wow. Third, Travis Kelsey, six catches, 98 yards. Wow. I think Mahomes has figured out how to run this offense now with (laughs) with the new weapons right uh sunday night miami beats pittsburgh 16 to 10 in the first half and the entire game
1: this was like again do people everyone just okay we're playing the steelers we have to play down to their level because we want to make the steelers feel like they're an important presence in the nfl it just steelers never felt in it but they were in it yeah that's the thing that, that just bothers me. They're not good, but they still I, – I, again, credit to – when it comes to – when I when I see that kind of stuff, I always uh, give kudos to the coach because I think the coach can make a huge difference in football.
0: Yeah, Tomlin – Mike Tomlin and Bill Belichick – They're up there, coach, right? Coaches of the year yeah. so far. Uh, Monday night, which I think everyone was – I know a lot of people were turning into, oh – let, give me New England minus seven, minus eight right. and a half. Mac Jones is coming back. It's going to be – this offense is going to be back, even I, though zappy has been good.
1: Yeah, he's been good. I, I had this at uh, – before, before I watched this game, I went, you know what, let me just write down a score. 26-13 was my prediction for New England in this one.
0: And the Bears won 33-14. It,
1: it, all of a sudden, the Bears' offense looked like the 85 Bears. They just – Dominated New England and New England. I don't know. Again, this is the first time I ever th- questioned Belichick and his moves. Like he he brings in Jones, but doesn't really give him a chance. He throws one interception. Was running the ball great, passing except for one play, and then they pull him. Yeah, it's like it, he had a short, real short leash. Yeah, we're in we're in this kind of quarterback
0: controversy, and which is not really a controversy because both quarterbacks are good, but they're not great. Yeah, like, Zappy came in, made a couple throws, but then even he's making mistakes.
1: Well, even the throw he scored for the touchdown, I don't know if you saw the one, he underthrew the receiver who had to dive for the ball and then dive again yeah. on the ground to get into the end zone. Like, if it's just thrown nicely, it's just a nice intercept, uh, a nice touchdown.
0: I was looking at the Bears rushing attack and Fields, 82 yards, Montgomery, 62, Herbert, 62 dante pettis had the one rush for 29 yards like it's just it's how the bears are gonna play i'm surprised new england didn't just say all right we're just gonna put 10 in the box exactly. try, try to throw just
1: yeah and if you're a chicago bear fan don't you hope it rains every time they play because it seems they play <laughs> way better when the, the the field is level both teams are on a level playing field
0: uh that's actually that is really true <laughs> That, I I feel like we're going to look back on that monsoon game in week one and go, yeah. the Bears beat the 49ers? Yeah, exactly. Uh, before we do week eight, I wanted to hear your thoughts on the Christian McCaffrey trade. Not that he was a huge part of that 49er offense in his first game, but... He was good. Yeah, yeah. for yeah. for having, like, three days to prepare. Exactly. Do you think this moves the needle for San Francisco? Yes, for sure. Like, to what? To, like, Super Bowl contender? Mm-
1: Division winner. Okay. But yeah, like I don't think it puts them over the top by any means because their quarterback, it's hard to win
0: with a quarterback that just
1: manages. Yeah. But it gets you to a certain distance for sure.
0: But they're just, they're giving them all the pieces to make it successful. Oh, for sure. I, I think their defense
1: is what? A top five defense. So when you have that and now you've got, you've upgraded your running back, I don't know what that means for Debo, if that kind of eliminates his running abilities now you would think so at least like a he little doesn't bit have less. to run yeah unless you put both of them in the backfield or whatever and you can throw to them that kind of opens things up for jimmy
0: yeah and it felt like they actually finally used kittle in that chiefs game
1: yeah and it was um yeah i and actually when they finally threw to kittle it was going oh yeah it's like the top two tight ends are facing off e- against each other in this one
0: and it was uh national tight ends day oh look at that so maybe that's why they actually started throwing to him. I have yeah. to say, Carolina too. They got a haul. They got like four draft picks or five picks, whatever it was. For sure, yeah. Like no first, but also like it's Carolina. I the the thing is now like I just fully I want Brian Burns traded. Like that guy gets underrated. He's like one of the best pass rushers in football. DJ Moore, like just just trade everyone if what? if you're really going for the number one pick. And
1: when's the deadline? This week, right? Uh, yeah i think, thursday
0: uh i remembered you asked me before and i looked it yeah, up and now right. i forget uh nfl trade deadline it's it, the
1: one one thing that's kind of disappointing like why not push it later into the year just to make it more exciting yeah like, uh, do they not want to november 1st so next tuesday yeah, which i guess is kind of late it's at least halfway through the year Or almost, but you know they could push it, right? Like, I I get it. You got to learn a new offense or defense, or depending. But I, I almost think like GMs would get a little bit more excited, and you might have some. Like, is it? Would you say out of the four sports, it's probably the least interesting trade deadline of sports, and they could make. And it's a simple one, right? To make it more interesting, make it December first, like after Thanksgiving or something, right? Yeah, like Thanksgiving Monday. Right, because they always the states are good at you know extending their holidays. Like, just I don't know.
0: Yeah, there's never like in the NFL you never hear of like that big trade. No, like, this or, McCaffrey or, one's big, but like right. it's not a or, deadline or one. a
1: blockbuster one, no. right? Like a solid like superstar for a superstar. Oh, they needed a quarterback and they needed a you know a guy that can rush the the quarterback or something, and they make the deal, and now they're both good, and they could be on a collision course for a. You know a Super Bowl or AFC or NFC Championship game. It's just yeah. I I just think that it's it's there. Yeah, they it's they could make it. Yeah, they could make it more exciting, and they don't. But anyway,
0: uh, week eight. Guess the Lions' oh uh, record is something I don't know. Good. I gotta make some. I gotta gamble
1: this weekend. I'm feeling lucky.
0: <laughs> this is also. I have to say, I, as I was looking at the slate, this is not a good Great week game, of games. Games. I'm uh, not as disappointed that. I won't be. Actually, I guess maybe I'll be watching some of the games. Uh, First one up, Thursday night. A good Thursday night game. Last last week was good, at least on paper, a good matchup. Right. I'd say two. We got two reeling teams. Maybe not the best time. But the Baltimore Ravens are going to Tampa to face the Buccaneers.
1: Oh, boy. I'm going to say the Baltimore Ravens are favored by two and a half on the road.
0: Oh, you went a little high. I said one and a half, and it is one and a half. Hmm. I, this is a, this is a stay away game. Yeah. I don't think you trust either of these no, teams. No, like does
1: Tampa Bay start figuring it out at home? Or, or does Baltimore make a big mistake? Or does actually Baltimore decide to play a good game? Cause they can, and they have all the weapons. Is it going to rain? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, you're right. It's, it's just one, just sit back and enjoy the game. I couldn't even tell you if it's going to be over or under. I would probably lead towards the under, but. Again, it could be one of those. Oh, Tom Brady's figured it out again. Just everyone sit down and relax.
0: Yeah, if we see Four like
1: touchdowns and yeah,
0: like a Lamar it, Brady shootout would right, be awesome for sure. Yeah, but doesn't doesn't feel feel like it right now. But it could could. So don't touch it. <laughs> Sunday morning, nice nine thirty a.m. Eastern start. Right, the Denver Broncos are going to Jack. No, nope. nope. Denver and Jacksonville are both going across the pond. I think this one's in London. I know there's a Germany yeah, game coming yeah. up too. I
1: think this is a London one because J- this is Jacksonville's second home.
0: It is that so technically they are going. To, yeah, they're playing at a uh, Wembley Stadium in in London. Uh, what say you for the line?
1: What's the uh, status of the quarterback for the Denver Broncos?
0: Um, questionable with okay. a
1: hamstring injury. Oh, Jacksonville two and a half.
0: That's what I said, and it is two and a half. This this feels like it's it's a Jacksonville home game. Yeah. They just traded their running back, so they're going to put all of their faith in Travis Etienne, which is a little, little scary. Right. I, I think, like Jacksonville in
1: this one. Yeah. I'll the, take the under 17. I, I don't know. If,
0: I actually feel like I could take the spread. I feel like it's yeah. a field goal game. Yeah. Uh, the Chicago Bears are going to Dallas to face the Cowboys. Oh,
1: boy. Unfortunately, this is where Justin Fields, who just felt good after scoring 33 points, will be lucky to score 10. I'll say the Cowboys are favored by 8.5 in this one.
0: And we are going to split it. I said 10.5 and it's 9.5. I I don't know why we couldn't get to double digits with the Cowboys. Maybe they're just thinking run the ball and kill the clock.
1: Yeah, the Cowboys are conservative. The Bears just look good on Monday night in the rain. It's a week to week thing, right? Yeah. Like it's it's not. That's how gambling goes, in
0: and Nevada,
1: and Vegas knows how how that works. So.
0: I I feel like this this might feel like another under. Yeah. So maybe take the Bears and the points in this one. Mm. Uh, the, it's not gonna rain. No, that's true. They got a dome. Yeah. Uh, the Miami Dolphins are going to Detroit to face the Lions. Wow. I'm gonna say Miami's favored by five and a half. Ooh, it went a little high. It said three and a half, and it is three and a half. Wow. I I like Miami. I just don't know if – I think that Lions offense being the greatest thing ever kind of died quickly, and yeah. they feel like an uninspired team now. I just
1: – this is one of those games where I just think that, again, nothing to do with Lions. I picked them this year. It's one of those, yeah, well, the Lions aren't going to go 1-17. They're going to win a few games along the way. Miami probably has to play a division rival next week. They probably play the Jets or New England or Buffalo. Just feels
0: like a trap game to me, so I'm going to go with the Lions in this one. They play the Bears next week. Interesting. Might might rain in Chicago. Yeah. Uh, Battle of Pennsylvania. The Pittsburgh Steelers going to Philadelphia to face the Eagles.
1: Let's just see if one team can finally show Pittsburgh that they're not very good. This might be the week um i'll say the uh the eagles are favored by six and a half
0: oh you went you went real low i said 12 and a half and it's 10 and a half. wow a lot of a lot of faith in the eagles this is this is time for one of my favorite things in the nfl beware of the backdoor cover
1: yeah yeah this is yeah exactly because the steelers again coached well know how to keep games close they've done it all year what's their record they're three and four
0: uh, Pittsburgh are two and five. Two and five. Two and five. Yes, but they're in all the games. Tied with Cleveland, Denver, and Jacksonville. I'm gonna. I would lean towards the Eagles in this one.
1: finally a team's just gonna say, "Okay, we're way better than you guys." That do it. We're t- the best team in Pennsylvania.
0: That just the Eagles blow them out. Yeah, like twenty-four three or thirty-one six. I could see that. Uh, the Carolina Panthers, the newly inspired Ewing Theory candidates, are going to Atlanta to face the Falcons.
1: Falcons favored by two and a half, and the Falcons will win
0: this game. Um, I also like the Falcons to win. I said it's four and a half, and it is four and a half. well wow. I, it does kind of gonna sound like I cheated this week because I've gotten like th- three of them like right on. Okay. Um, I did not cheat. I promise. Uh, I like Atlanta. I yeah i I coming I off a loss hesitate with the spread just because it's the falcons and it's a division game yeah i would lean more towards just atlanta money line just to make yourselves feel better and not right. have to do math and start thinking about oh if they kick the field goal here they're going to be down by one and then you lose or they're going to be down by two uh the new england patriots and the quarterback controversy going to we still call it the meadowlands even though it's not Like, it's still Uh, the same. It's around the same area. Uh, The New Jersey Jets, the New York football Jets, hosting the Patriots.
1: Wow. Uh,
0: I'll say the Jets are favored by three and a half. Uh, I'm weirdly going to get this. I said the Jets are favored by one and a half. New England favored by one and a half in New York.
1: Yeah, No one's still trusting the Jets yet, eh? This is their week I think that if they win this one that they they're
0: legit legit,
1: yeah six and, six two. and two, like we're a playoff team and New England will finish fourth.
0: <laughs> the one thing I worry about for the Jets is that Brees Hall tore his ACL. Right. And that's been like the best one of the best running backs in football. Yeah. I I hesitate to say this, but I wonder if this is one of those Belichick coaching clinic games. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. How coaches Salah That's how vegas it. yeah i i lean new england but i i wouldn't bet it yeah uh the las vegas raiders are going to new orleans to face the saints
1: um i'll say the saints are favored by two and a half
0: (laughs) i also said two and a half the raiders are favored by one and a half wow that's a weird
1: i would take the raiders just they feel like they've turned a corner
0: yeah that they it's, feel like a more complete team than yeah. New Orleans. Yeah, I don't. Know, Who's Orleans? their quarterback? That's a great question. Yeah. If it's Andy. Well, if Dalton. If you're saying that, then take the other team. That's the way I look at things always. Uh, uh, again,
1: that's why I asked you about the Denver.
0: Yeah, Andy Dalton appears to be their starter. There you
1: go. The Redheads back in.
0: Um, oh wait. I actually don't see. I don't think Jameis is on the injury report.
1: Hmm. Just backup.
0: I'd be super. Well, they also have like Jarvis Landry's questionable, Michael Thomas is questionable, Marshawn Lattermore is questionable. Wow, they have a lot of a lot of injury concerns. Gotcha. I would lean Raiders too. Uh, best game of the early window. Which, if you if you want to go like pumpkin picking or go to a pumpkin patch or go apple picking, this might be the week to do it. The best game of the early window. Arizona going to Minnesota to face the Vikings.
1: Ooh. That's a. It, usually, both teams are combobulated by this point, and they're not. Um. I wow. I'm gonna say they probably have Minnesota favorite as three
0: and a half point favorites. And that is exactly right. I also said three and a half is three and a half. Minnesota also might be the Arizona from last year because yeah. they've lost like I think they're five and one or six and five one. Five and
1: one. Yeah, they had a bye week. I think I'm on Arizona here. I just think this is finally the time Minnesota starts to fall apart and that uh, NFC, I want to call it central, but it's the north, which used to be the Norris division. (laughs) Um, Yeah, tightens up. I, I just think this is still wide open division in my mind.
0: I'm I'm gonna lean Minnesota, but I think I would take Arizona with the points. This feels like a field goal last second kind of game.
1: Is this on TV? Is this on prime time? Because that will make my decision whether Kirk Cousins is gonna throw an interception or not.
0: Uh, it is not. It's a one wow. o'clock Eastern yeah, game. Yeah, it's gonna be tight then. Uh, speaking of tight, the Titans are going to Houston to face the. Are asp- still calling them scrappy. No, I was about to say they're the mass scrappy now. Like they're just they lost they lost their scrap
1: titans favored by four and a half
0: uh i said three and a half and it's two and a half not a lot of faith for the titans
1: right so they obviously vegas still sees them as scrappy the texans
0: uh next up what should have been the carson wentz bowl i don't even think carson wentz is playing but (laughs) it's washington at indianapolis face the Colts. Wow. So if it's not Carson Wentz, Matt Ryan, because actually I'll I'll check and see if he's even on the injury report. Um, Carson Wentz, oh, yeah, he's on the injured reserve. So we're going to get Taylor Heineke versus Sam Ellinger. Battle of the backups. (laughs) Uh, Where is this? In Indianapolis. Okay. I'm going
1: to say Washington's favorite by one and a half.
0: Also, what I said, or no, wait, sorry. Uh, I said the Colts are favored by one and a half. Colts are favored by three. Wow, just huh. interesting. Uh, I'm on Washington. I, I am like too. I I like the Commodores. Yeah, they're they're. You know what they are? They're scrappy. Scrappy, yeah. And they're right in it. Yeah, they could yeah, be. They're in the
1: division chase. <laughs> What if all Playoff chase. What if all four teams that, in the that, NFC East that would surprise me? Like if you would have said at the beginning of the year the NFC East is gonna be the most dominant
0: division in the NFC, I would have went, What? It's not nineteen eighty. So like right now the Cow like obviously Philly six and and0 the Giants are six and one, Dallas is five and two. The Rams are three and three and hold the final wild card spot. Right. San Francisco, Green Bay, Atlanta, Washington arizona chicago are all three and four wow out of that group you would assume san francisco probably figures it out right but if it's not sure green bay yeah do you really want to trust atlanta right it's wide open arizona's a mess yeah chicago it's incredible they have three wins yeah washington is that team that like with heineke they've made the playoffs before yeah something something to keep an eye on uh the new york giants are going to seattle to face the seahawks
1: i'll say the seahawks are favored by two and a half
0: and you are gonna get that one i said one and a half and it's the full three wow a lot of a lot of faith there for seattle i don't know i just i worry i maybe this is the week the giants finally lose like again
1: yeah, I don't. Have, yeah, it's a tough week. Like this might be a good time to, to do the uh, auto fill in the uh, pro line pools. Just let the computer decide because like there's not a lot of games where like oh that team's gonna win. It's like, yeah. I, I actually think it'll be some good games this week because I think they're like teams that are in similar situations at the time of the year that they're playing each other it's Act- not like a good team's running into a bad team or you know like it's like two teams are playing bad now they're playing each other
0: yeah you know what I, I think you are right about that uh the San Francisco 49 almost said San Francisco Giants the San Francisco 49ers going to Los Angeles to face the Rams which wow. this is always I'll tell you the Rams are at home but who's gonna have more fans it's the 49ers yep. they're gonna travel yep to just like travel. any other
1: team travels for some reason no team. Likes to cheer for the Los Angeles Chargers or Rams. Um, I, I'll say I'll say the Rams are favored by two and a half. Uh,
0: I said the 49ers would be favored by two and a half. 49ers favored by one and a half.
1: Wow. Because it is kind of a home game.
0: I just... I, I and they
1: just, own the Rams.
0: Yeah, in, in the regular season at yeah, least. Yeah, yeah. I... I just think it, maybe this is the pick me up game for the Rams, but I just think McCaffrey's going to have another week to figure out this offense. Right. I think the 49er defense is going to get to Matt Stafford. And I think what could really maybe save this Rams season is if they bring back Odell Beckham once he's healthy.
1: It must be getting close, I guess.
0: Cause I think it's m- mid November that he's coming back. Okay. I think the Rams need him because outside of Cooper Cup, they don't yeah. really have much of an offense. No. Sunday night, the Green Bay Packers are playing Buffalo. We could have called this oh, a Super Bowl boy. matchup before the year. Yep. Now, this is – i th- I'm pretty sure there's a stat. I'll, I'll give you a little hint to this, that this is the biggest underdog Aaron Rodgers has, uh, has ever been. Buffalo favored by 10 and a half. And you hit that right on the head. I said seven and a half, trying to give a little credit to Rodgers and the right. Packers, but it is 10 and a half.
1: And, and the tickets are – going for ridiculous prices my boss is trying to sell her tickets she was right behind one of the benches at the 50 yard line take a guess how much the tickets are there two for sunday night
0: two hundred dollars six hundred uh, wow american that's and
1: she's trying to sell it because she's i don't know why she doesn't want to go but i, I was kind of interested and then she, she told me much she just wants like the value she just wants her money back right now yeah. and uh i was like wow
0: I guess people want to see Rodgers. Well, they just
1: thought, again, when you buy these tickets, it's going to be Green Bay, Buffalo, division leaders facing off. Yeah, Rodgers against Allen, the future
0: against the past. Yeah, not even present anymore. No. Uh, Yeah, I think I I like the Bills. Yeah. I I'm going to hesitate on the spread, though. That's a high number. Not in my mind. Not with Buffalo's defense
1: and Green Bay's discombobulated offense. It's just just sets me up for, like, Rogers fumbling or, like, throwing interceptions and just lots of turnovers for Green Bay in my mind in this one.
0: So 10-and-a-half, not a problem? Four, 10 oh.
1: One of those games where, like, boom.
0: I also want to just... We do need to bring flexing in right away because Monday hey. Monday night, right. Cincinnati at Cleveland, it's a division game. I, yeah. I get it, but, like, honestly, give me, like, I would rather watch Giants-Seahawks Monday night. I think that would be a good Monday night game. Right. Or, I don't know, the, maybe not Patriots-Jets, like Raiders-Saints, Cardinals-Vikings, but then we all know oh. Minnesota would lose. Right. But yeah, uh, Cincinnati at Cleveland facing Jacoby Brissett.
1: I will say Cincinnati is favored by two and a half.
0: I also said two and a half, and it is two and a half. I, I just think Cleveland, whatever momentum they had yeah. in those first couple weeks, is yeah. gone. Yeah, this is They're an uninspired a team.
1: team that's waiting for their guilty quarterback to come back <laughs> with more cases against them.
0: Yeah, there was there just was still. another one. That's that's a rough situation. Yeah. Uh, I want to say this week was close. It was not. It was eight two five for me. Wow. Eight. Yeah, you got Cheater. two. In, thank you. I like being called. <laughs> that's,
1: just, that's you banging the garbage can. Yeah,
0: I had to Cheater. figure out. I had to figure out the spreads. Oh, yeah. two and a half. Yeah. Got it. I think I did three taps. Um, let's go to the NHL. The Vancouver Canucks. Start the season oh five and 2 give up multiple goal leads, give up third period leads. What – just what?
1: Well, first of all, if you would have – just looking at how you had your list on the whiteboard, if you would have put in Philly oh five and 2 and all these same discombobulated wow, – well, I'm using that word a lot today <laughs> – issues, I would have said, yeah, Philly's in that situation. But, yeah, Vancouver's in that boat, and I don't I, – it's too early to do anything. So like, like I don't know. I <laughs> I don't know. I they don't know and like they're already getting pissed off when you're they're interviewing like JT Miller probably going, "Why did I sign here? I could have, you know, played somewhere else and demanded a trade and we thought they were going to be good, now they got injuries." Now on top of like just not playing well and but that, that's what happens. It's like sports is such a momentum like killer or just continues on, and whether it's good or bad, and that's what's happening in Vancouver. Like Confidence is such a big factor, and when you don't have confidence in your team, your teammates, how you're playing, holding a lead, this is what happens. And it's just, yeah, they're they're at that point where they are finding ways to lose.
0: I want to check their schedule to see we're gonna play the when do when does Vancouver win Finally a game win a game. Um, on t- uh, tomorrow they are in Seattle.
1: Seattle just came off a big
0: win. They're actually Seattle is. You know what Seattle is, I, and you know I love this word. They're scrappy. <laughs> Yes. they're a scrappy team yeah. even though Shane Wright's playing like six minutes a game just send the guy down just send right. him back to Kingston right let him play in the world juniors it's not he's not an NHLer or yet it's okay we're not and gonna call him a bust right he was the fourth overall pick
1: that should have went number one and he's
0: not quite ready uh he's at- saying wrong <laughs> Uh, so we're thinking: Does Vancouver win in Seattle? Yes. Oh, okay. So I, that- I
1: think they, yeah, and then they become a regular team again. But yeah, it's things are not good. And I really thought Bruce Bruce uh, Boudreau was gonna, you know, kind of elevate this team. But um, you know, watching Sports Center because that's the only highlights I can watch now. Yeah. Um, they they made a good point where like the team that's in place, the people that. Um, the head coach, general manager, management that's in place, this isn't their team, right? Like these are all new people they brought in and like, okay, well, here's your team. But yeah, like Rutherford's like, yeah, but these aren't the guys I really picked other than JT Miller, right? That's really the only decision. Yeah. But other than that, this isn't really the team that they chose. So, yeah, there's probably a lot of head scratching. And where do we go from here?
0: Because I know a lot of people are saying, do you just rebuild now? But you have it, so many good pieces on this team. And
1: it's too early in the year, right? It's not like the NFL season where if you're 0-5-2, yeah, your season's over. Like You, st- you can still recover because, again, if you look at the standings, the West is way easier to get into the playoffs than the East.
0: Yeah, it was this was shocking. I'm going to do the conference because that's how we should be doing this. Yes. Uh Vegas 12 points in 8 games, Calgary 10 points in 6 games. Uh Dallas, Colorado both 9 points in 7 games. Then it's Chicago,
1: Chicago, uh,
0: Seattle, LA all of 8 Seattle, points. Seattle
1: again, like teams that you know should be in 29th and
0: 30th in the league are right there. Um, St. Louis, who was undefeated, but they've only played four games, so they're right. six points in four games. Edmonton, Winnipeg, both have six points. Minnesota, Nashville, five. Arizona, San Jose, four. The King or uh, the Kings, the Ducks have a win and an overtime loss. So like, it's not. Nah, this isn't. This isn't over. No,
1: that's what I mean. There's no need to rebuild because you, yeah, you put a couple wins together and you're in the playoffs, <laughs> and you're o five and two.
0: Yeah uh the philadelphia flyers what a what a fun start to the year
1: they really are not they're blowing it all right <laughs> not blowing it for bedard it's
0: what they're doing is they're actually playing well eight points in six games they gave travis sanheim the eight year 50 million dollar extension well, they had to
1: because who else are you going to go get in the offseason there's no other defenseman that you can get at a reasonable price
0: Now I just, I wonder with this team. I know Ryan Ellis, it's more like he's never going to play again.
1: Ryan, okay, so here, this is, I don't know, again, I don't know how the Flyers are doing it. Ryan Ellis is out. They're presumably top defenseman or at least second best defenseman. Yep. Their top center is out. Jean Couturier. Their leader and probably top scorer, Atkinson, has not played a game this year.
0: Day-to-day with an upper body.
1: Owen Tippett, who's supposed to be this, get him on a good team, let him play 20 minutes a night, he'll probably score you 30 goals or 25 <laughs> goals. He got, He's out. did he get sent down? No, he got hurt. Oh. JVR's out. JVR broke his finger. Uh, unlimited time. And they just plug and play these guys in there. But, again, to me, that's coaching. Yeah. Coaching is is where we, you got to give Torts credit because he always figures it out with – Mediocre talent, and he's doing that right now. Uh, on top of the fact that Carter Hart is actually playing like he did in year one,
0: yeah, that's 4 0, 1.75 goals against yeah. 949 save percentage. I know it's only a few, it's no, seven but games, it, but
1: yeah, he's making the big save when he has to. and I like the fact they kept Sandstrom, I like the fact he's going to probably play 25 30 games this year because he's played well too. Doesn't the stats aren't showing it, but he's playing well as well.
0: Yeah, 313 goals against 900 but that's your backup.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's what you just want them to finish 500 on a bad team. Philly will take that. Maybe they're not bad. I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> they're again, they're going to be maybe a little more than scrappy. At this point, it looks like they might be competitive cuz if you look at some of the other teams out there like the Toronto Maple Leafs who I thought would Run away with the Eastern Conference. Oh boy, I gotta keep reminding myself, like, oh, it's the Toronto Maple Leafs.
0: You know what I feel really good about right now? Picking Tampa. Yeah, Tampa Bay has just looked like because this is the the first year we get to see this core and all their experience with a chip on their shoulder as well. Right. I just think they're they're locked and loaded. The only thing that worries me come playoff time is their defense. But then you have Vasilevsky.
1: and they'll probably go and get someone at the deadline.
0: Yeah, top six to def- or top four, four defensemen.
1: for sure they will.
0: Um, uh, I just wanted I wanted to run through a few few players, some good news, some bad news. Uh, Airneckblad on LTIR. I was already worried about this Florida team. They're that, yeah playing okay, but but you
1: were expected him to play thirty minutes a night. Now that they lost their number two guy, Weegar. Yeah. He had to be your thir- your number one guy. He already was, yeah. but now he's got to play thirty minutes a night. So now, how do you recover from that?
0: And Mackenzie Weaker for the past few years has been Ekblad's only defense partner. Yeah, and now now he's out for yeah. who's your who the
1: top two defensemen in Florida? Right, I couldn't even tell you, and that's scary. Yeah. and that's why they lost to Chicago last night, and now they got to play Philly on Thursday. We'll see how that
0: plays out uh gabriel landis cog having knee surgery is gonna be out for the next 12 weeks that a knee true. problem that has been bothering him for the past couple of years so i just think that's something something to worry about i think yeah. not that we're hitting the panic button in colorado but just i'd say it's just something to keep an eye on they didn't look good last night against the rangers yeah still one yeah uh Phil Kessel, this is this is the best. He is officially the NHL's Iron Man now. Nine, yeah. Nine hundred and ninety consecutive games.
1: See, goes to show you if you eat hot dogs on the bench and just take your time
0: and be mopey, you can you can still get into every game. I do love that Blake Wheeler, his former teammate, was talking about how he just never drank water. Right. Like that, he would always drink like cokes. And yeah, the hot dog thing is amazing because then he leaned into it and like put hot dogs in the Stanley Cup after he won Phil Kessel's great I I heard um uh Chris Johnston who's a like who was a reporter for the Leafs at the time said he was kind of a difficult person to to deal with yeah and then he would say sometimes we would I would walk with him to the team bus where there were no cameras and then we would talk but even even sometimes with that he wouldn't want to talk and not that that surprises anyone with Phil Kessel but I just I love the guy. How cu- how could you not like Phil Kessel? Yeah, for sure. And scored his 400th goal. Yeah. Yeah. Which he should have done against the Leafs, but then it yeah. was the dumb offside. Dumb offside like 2 minutes before a goal. Uh Jake Vrana who I was hoping for a big year in Detroit. Detroit's had a pretty good start to the year. Yeah. Um he's going into the player assistance program which for those who don't know it's it's not a specific to you know like drugs alcohol mental health it's right. just Could it's be what any of those things yeah it's what Carey price went into before right. his knee injury so yeah. we just hope for hope for the best for him he, i want to say speedy recovery but it's just you want the proper recovery yeah, for something whether, like that whatever that is um rasmus dalin five goals in the first five games uh, nhl record for a defenseman wow pretty pretty surprised i mean this buffalo team is just they are the definition of scrappy. Right. Like, I don't think they're a playoff team, but no. it, it's they kind of. They think they are. Yeah. They paid all their players as accordingly, but. Yeah, still a lot of money yeah. for for Tage Thompson, especially. Yeah. Alex Tuck, though, he's been on fire. Good, Always a solid player in Vegas. Man, now he's the guy. Yeah. Uh, this Buffalo team is going to be something to watch of, like, do they fall off? Because maybe they don't. Maybe they're just in the playoff hunt. Right. I don't think so with right. that Atlantic division, but yeah. Ottawa started off cold, yeah. so they have at least more of a there's, shot.
1: There's more question marks in my mind than answers on pretty much every team, and we just talked about Florida yeah. being one of them, and they're one of the teams that you know you wouldn't be surprised if they go to the Stanley Cup final. Or miss the playoffs. Uh, or miss the play. Yeah,
0: because, again, that's they're one of those teams with the question marks. Uh, final player here, Carrie price says that he doesn't have the plan to retire right now. Right. He did say with this knee injury that he's even having trouble, like just everyday pain he's been struggling with. He also opened up about why he went into the player's assistance program. And right. after the Stanley cup final and they lost, he said he started drinking a lot and he wasn't a good father or a good husband. And I think that's, it's good for a player to openly talk about something like this. It's good for, the league that if anybody is struggling with that kind of stuff out there, that even professional athletes are struggling with that as well.
1: Right. Because he didn't have to come out and say that, right? He could have been like Verana and just, just, I'm I'm going in the assistance program, whether it be for whatever, right? And yeah. So I think because he realizes the pedestal he stands on in life, or at least hockey life, that, you know, that was his opportunity to help others. And I, I'm sure he has. Yeah. On I, top of helping himself.
0: Yeah. I hope the one thing you just have to hope for, and obviously if he's if he's healthy enough to come back, this Montreal team is like has a bright future, and yeah. you wish he was a little bit younger so he right. could be more a part, part of that.
1: Yeah, because it's so unbelievable that he has all the franchise records because there's been so many great goalies that have won more Stanley Cups than he has, but he has all the other regular season records he's like the mike trout
0: of <laughs> hockey that's good,
1: in montreal
0: because he just right? never had the help yeah like, and the one year that they could have and probably i don't want to say should have but if he doesn't get hurt against the rangers that one year right it's probably Maybe that's their year yeah yeah but we well, you can't play the what if game because no. then you'll just drive yourself crazy yeah um finally for the nhl the reverse retro jerseys this is the the 2.0 versions so yep. Uh, every team put out a New Jersey. I find it funny that it's reverse retro, and then Seattle and Vegas are putting out jerseys like they have no history to go back on. Right. Um, I wanted to just whatever you think good, bad of the jerseys. Have you seen? Wait, did yeah, you see yeah, them? Yeah, I've
1: okay. seen, seen some of them. Um, I like uh, I like the route that the Flyers are going in the uh, some of their warmups. Uh, they're also going to wear their old Cooperalls, and I think the. I'm not sure if the Hurricanes are going to follow suit, which were formerly the Whalers, uh, because they were the only other team. They end up wearing Cooperalls, and then they got banned for some reason. I don't know why they banned it. Um, because uh, I actually I wore them for one year, and I actually preferred them. The only thing I didn't like about them uh, was when you went to slide for whatever reason, to block a shot or slide to do whatever, or you just hit and fell down and slid, you always slid more because it's so slippery, the Cooperalls, rolls. There's, the socks actually slow you down yeah. when you're on the ice, huh. but I actually preferred because it was free, right? You're you not taping your shin pads to your Cooperalls. It's like everything was underneath, and it was nice and cool. Wow, cool and refreshing, and, and it you didn't feel restricted. So I and I really like that and and your pant legs, you know, I always thought, oh, your pant legs are will they get, you know, under your skate blade, uh, but there was actually like a, a velcro tie strap that went underneath your skate uh, to keep your um, the pant of the Cooperall from going into your skate blade, hmm. if that makes sense.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, that does. I'm surprised. The thing that I find most interesting is that it was cool. You, th- yes. I would think that it's not.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was much, much cooler then, because you got airflow in there a little bit, right? Where your socks are are hot. Again, not the socks nowadays. Yeah. Like, I, I, it's so funny for me to say, but the socks in my day were heavy, right? <laughs> Which they are. Like, compared to the ones now, like, I love those they're socks. They're so light. They're so nice. Yeah, for sure.
0: Um, I guess I, I ranked them, because that's what yep. I do. I rank yes. things. Um, I'll I'll go through this fast. Like we don't need to spend too much time. I think Arizona's the best. Arizona's are like so unique and cool. And right. who doesn't love that logo?
1: And they have to be cool because they're going to be in front of five thousand screaming NCAA college <laughs> fans. So they have to be cool. When do they play at home? Like, I don't know. I can't wait to watch a game. I'm, I'm dying
0: to watch a game. I know. They can't p- wait to see the the camera angle. It's all going to be terrible. I know they play Winnipeg. Winnipeg is uh uh i just found it uh friday night there you go i hope this is on uh oh, it's on tv but it's probably winnipeg region only uh, boo. uh okay arizona love washington amazing to bring back the old the goal the logo where ovechkin scored on his back like that right. era of jersey Yep. yep. um la you, you can never go wrong with that logo and the right. colors yep um uh, this is I think it's a controversial one. I love San Jose going back to the California Golden Seals. Absolutely. Like the For font sure. logo, that kind yep, of stuff. Yep, yep. Um, Boston and the Pooh Bear, I think is cool. Okay. The jersey's a little boring. I like right. the logo. Yep. Uh the Rangers, Lady Liberty, but like with the regular yep, light yep, blue. Yeah. Uh Anaheim is just they're so close. They have the old logo with the new colors, which I think is actually cool. Right we just need that as their permanent jersey though gotcha toronto i know everyone's gonna say it's boring but i like like the sleeves and stuff like i i think it's just a nice jersey did they change color is it gray no it's blue and white didn't they have gray that was their last one i didn't mind that uh minnesota north star colors with the wild logo that's the best (laughs) that might be my favorite uh pittsburgh with the robot penguin from the nine or late 90s i guess okay yeah uh florida florida's color scheme is amazing the right. like bright blue but then still they're like navy red yellow on the sides navy red navy and red okay let's not... see navy red what color is that probably like burgundy It'd be like a purple uh buffalo again is close they have like the mid-2000s like the ryan miller briere drury era logo but with the new colors so
1: not the slug before yeah before the slug that changed way too often (laughs) because they had it right originally why why fix something that's not broken
0: i love because that team is what i remember those like the chris drury tim Connolly should have won stanley cups teams yep but then they have like the new colors with it it kind of looks weird and there's just like not enough color on it uh vegas is cool just because it's like glow in the dark and yes. I know before games, they're definitely gonna shut all the lights yes, off. and they'll, they'll they'll hand out molly to everyone in the <laughs> in the stands so they can really enjoy it. Um, Winnipeg uses like this new kind of color scheme they're using, like the light blue with the old logo. There's no red in it, which some people got mad about. Okay, like in the old Winnipeg logo, yeah, no red. I think it's That's cool.
1: Okay. I, yeah, I like their old logo
0: better. Uh, Edmonton went with, like, that mid-2000s, like, the weird oil thing with, like, Uh, the new colors. Right. Okay. Don't love it. This is, like, my in-between. Yeah. The Vancouver Johnny Canuck. I like the logo. Right. I want to... I think a lot of these, you have to see them on the ice before you can really judge them. Uh, The Islanders, I love that they brought back the fishermen, but they just didn't do it with, like, enough color. Like, it's very plain. Um, Calgary... I understand, like, the history of, like, this, like, weird, like, like, the lines aren't straight. It just, it's kind of boring. Um, Colorado did, like, the Rockies logo and I think the colors. Yep. um, Montreal was the one. I first saw it and I'm like, this is the worst. And then I looked back and I'm like, oh, they're doing, like, the Expos colors. Oh. But it's, like, the same Montreal logo but with, like, the Expos, like, baby blue. Oh. I'm surprised
1: they would ever even... Consider changing because retro is just two colors for
0: me for Montreal. Yeah, blue, blanc, et, rouge. Uh, Tampa Bay went back to like their original kind of jersey, okay. navy blue. It's it's creative. It's yeah. fun. Um, Carolina didn't do anything. They, really, it's just Th- like they they did a jersey, but it's not the Whalers. Oh my
1: God! Like of all teams to take advantage. Like go, again, go Cooperalls, and and yeah the green jeez that's so disappointing
0: uh yeah uh zoom in this is the hurricanes jersey it's just like it's like their home jersey but just in red right or yeah, their away that's, that's jersey disappointing maybe. um towards the bottom new jersey i've grown on it a bit it's the new jersey logo with the colorado rockies colors
1: yeah it's funny eh? because um like some teams are stealing like they, they're they're retro. That wasn't your team originally. Yeah, like, like Minnesota. Yeah, right. Or or the California Golden Seals. Like, yeah, that wasn't your team. That turned into the Cleveland Barons, who turned into the <laughs> Minnesota North Stars. No, kind, of. kind of,
0: <laughs> kinda. Of.
1: Yeah, because they that was the only team that ended up becoming defunct is what they called it on hockey cards. I remember remember that asking my dad what's defunct (laughs) yeah they no longer play like
0: at all (laughs) gone cleveland barons Poor cleveland i mean at least they got the blue jackets yeah which they're gonna come up very late in this list um ottawa went back to like their early early mid-2000s alternate jersey okay but it just kind of looks like their home jersey to me okay like it's black but like that's their regular jersey Um, that kind of bothered me um especially how much
1: history they have like can you not go back to 1912 and yeah. see what they
0: were wearing then yeah that would be like cool at least uh Dallas went back to like the Stanley Cup winning logo like Darian Hatcher Mike Badano late late 90s so they and they can't use North Stars stuff that's I mean, so like, strange that's the Dallas Stars one right like, it's it's, a nice, it's okay it's,
1: i know but like why do the Minnesota Wild who have no affiliation With the Minnesota North Stars, like that's where Dallas came. I don't know. That (laughs) bothers me. Like, how does
0: that work? Yeah, who gets who gets what right? Like, yeah, like uh, history. J. P. Parise
1: for most penalty minutes. whose stat is that? Is that under the Dallas Stars or is that under the Minnesota Wild? That's a good question, right? Like, where are those stats going, or are they just
0: nowhere (laughs) up in the cloud, as they you kids say nowadays on phones? I would, I would think it's either its own separate record for the Minnesota North Stars franchise, okay, or I would argue that it should stay within the city. Like, don't call it the Minnesota wild records. Just call it Minnesota records. Gotcha. Like the same thing with like Winnipeg. Cause like right. the original Winnipeg Jets records are yep. technically the Arizona Coyotes records, which is ridiculous. I know it's just, yeah,
1: I forgot they moved there. <laughs> Cause then really? All oh, right, because it was Atlanta well, that moved to Winnipeg, but...
0: That'd be great. I hope Atlanta Winnipeg also wears... also moved
1: to Calgary.
0: Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Poor Atlanta. 0 for 2 in the NHL. Get, yeah, exactly. Uh, two strikes and you're out. Yep. Nashville went back to, um, I don't know, people call, called it like a deranged cat or something like... Or not cat, okay. but deranged predator. Predator, yeah. It's kind of boring. Uh, I put Philly low. I put them 27th. I just... Kind of thought it was boring. Like, it just looks like a jer- the regular jersey. With, like, the colors, though, are, like, I understand now more of the history of it. But originally, when I saw it, I put it that low. That's fair. To be fair, I put Detroit 28th because it's the barber pole, but they did it red and black. Which, like, eh. It's hard. Detroit, it's hard. It, it's the same with any original six team. For sure. Chicago. Who's 29th? Because yeah. Chicago's is... They should have put Detroit's and Chicago's together because they're the same jersey, but Chicago has white in theirs. Okay. Um St. Louis is just like bright yellow. Um like bright yellow. Oh, like they, they now they kinda look like the predators. Yeah, they put those jerseys right next to each oh wait, did you see the Florida one? Top left there. Oh. No? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, it's okay, but
1: that it just it doesn't look like Florida and they never wore those jerseys and other than on their shoulders (laughs) yeah
0: an alternate logo uh 31 i put columbus because they like have like black but then like the sleeves are blue okay it's weird i don't know um and then 32nd i put seattle just not even because they don't have history it's just a weird like the color blocking is kind of weird it's hard to explain it on a podcast but i just those are those are my thoughts. Montreal grew on me a lot because it was the Expos colors. Right. Originally, they were like last. Okay. Um, anything else for the NHL? No. Uh, NBA. I realized the season started, so I did have this pick before the year. I went back and forth a lot because in the Eastern Conference, I just couldn't find a team that I think is going to make the finals. Yeah. And then the West was like, Oh, there's like five teams that could make the finals. Right. Like in the East, like you could kind of convince yourself of like, oh, you know what? Boston so far doesn't look that bad with the new head coach. Right. Philly has had a bad start. Yeah. But they can they can figure it out. They they could fire Doc Rivers. That'll probably help. Um Milwaukee, who I ultimately did choose. Yep. I just think this this is a rebound kind of year for them. Like Miami eh, okay, maybe if everything goes right, like, in 2020, they could make the finals. Then that's kind of, like, to me, the end of that. And then you head into, like, the Cleveland, Toronto, Atlanta. Chicago. Chicago, yeah. Kind of, like, you could be the four seed, but you also might be in the play-in right. kind of range. Yep. When in the West, it's like, I picked Denver. could easily tell me Golden State's going back to the finals. Yep. If the Clippers figure everything out, they could be in the finals. Yep. Memphis, if another year another John Morant step up, he could yep. be one of the best players in the league. Um Phoenix, it kind of feels like their window's passed, but they right. could still they could still, still be there. there. Yep. Luka and the Mavericks, again, sure. if he just is this nuclear player that we think he can be. Um I mean, I would even throw New Orleans if everything goes right they could make the finals. Um, wow. Yeah. Actually, I would throw Brooklyn in that conversation in the East, too, in that yeah. more than Miami, if everything goes right, yeah. he could make the, the finals. Talent. For sure. Uh, and I think, like, in the West, then you're in the Minnesota, the Lakers, which Eww. the Lakers look bad. Then it's that those kind of teams, which I just think aren't in the right stage of their team so yeah milwaukee denver and i think milwaukee's gonna win the championship okay um the lakers this Lakers season is already hilarious we're trying to figure out who who the lakers can trade for to make this team better where's russell westbrook gonna go is it gonna be like china or europe like he's not an nba player on this team i think the one thing I'll say about Russ is I think he's getting unfairly hated because yeah. he's just the scapegoat of the Lakers because right. it's like it's a bigger problem. If you look through their through through ten guys on their bench, like LeBron and Davis, sure, if they're both on fire, they're two great players. But after that, then it's Westbrook. It's like Patrick Beverly, Austin Reeves, Lonnie Walker, and just like a bunch of who. who? yeah who like it would be on the nba on tnt who we play for which i they did that to start the year and charles barkley went 0 for five like he always does because they always do like oh where does aaron holiday play or garrett temple guys that you don't really pay attention to and he always says i'm gonna get three out of five and then he goes 0 for five i i got a solution
1: for a couple of teams okay if the lakers and canucks play each other (laughs) at
0: least someone's gonna win and figure it out (laughs) the best part of the the lakers thing to me was i think it was this past sunday the lakers just situational basketball there's like 28 seconds left westbrook with like 17 seconds left in the shot clock just pulls up for like a deep two and you can hear the whole crowd go no no and then he misses it they show LeBron and Davis and they're both basically like staring at each other like what is this guy doing right and Portland comes back and wins like this this team is a mess and this is going to become this thing for the rest of the year of like are they going to make the play-in tournament right because we did that last year and they missed yeah it might really might happen again if they're the 10th seed though that would be that's a good thing for basketball for them to just make the plan, Right, which so at
1: least LeBron's on TV <laughs> for a game.
0: Gets an extra game. Uh, I wanted to hear what you thought of the Toronto Raptors so far this year. Um, as a Raptors fan, it's going to be very stressful
1: because they're in every game, and it's like a nail-biter. It feels like it's game seven. Every game they're playing. And I know that they've played good teams up to this point like cleveland is probably the same level as them Mm -hmm. brooklyn i would say is probably a little bit better same with miami but they're in they because they play such good defense they're going to be in every game again my issue is their outside shooting um trent jr was horrendous if if he's like 30 percent against miami in that second game i think that they win that one easily, otherwise this now becomes a nail-biter. And I think that's the way it's going to be for the Raptors this year. Every game's just going to be a, a tight, contested battle. Which I guess not a bad thing. It's just sometimes I like fast-forwarding through games. Like, okay, we got this one, or we're getting smoked. I Like, every game it's like, okay, now they get a foul here. Now the last 30 seconds takes 20 minutes to play because every game's close. But... Yeah, so far it's so good, and you know what? They didn't have Barnes, and they still pulled off the win.
0: That Siakam is – he's playing like one of – like he said he wanted to be a top five guy in the league. He's –
1: yeah, and again – but again, he's hit and miss, right? Like, yes, he wants to take those shots, but sometimes he shouldn't because the first game in the Miami, he scores over 30, but the second game I think he might have scored 20. But again, there, there's times when he's like one on four. Like, okay, I get it, but you're not LeBron. Like, pass. Yeah. Like, don't force a shot, or you could force up a shot, but at least take a foul. And he and he doesn't seem to to do that all that well when he's off. Yeah. Like he's not he's not going to be your 30 point guy, 82 games of
0: the year, right? They play 82. Yeah. Yeah. He's more of the 23, 24 is what he'll average. Exactly because yeah he'll have those scoring outbursts and then he'll have the 12 point game exactly and now you need somebody else to pick up the pace which is always, i I think the raptors if we were to like take this team and like drop them somewhere it'd be like probably like the late 90s is where they would probably or like early 2000s they would be great that's what um that's what the miami games felt like like yeah
1: i felt like i was in the 90s like it was like 56-52, 56-52, like halfway through the third in one of the games going, wow, like this is just defensive juggernaut basketball.
0: Yeah, I've, I actually the only thing the Raptors would struggle with in the late 90s, early 2000s, they don't really have a center. I I, th- I
1: thought you were going to say they don't have a fighter. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they need someone to at least throw the knuckles,
1: right, when you get into those punch-ups. But Malachi's got the mask at least, so he can protect himself
0: if he's going <laughs> to fight. I have to say for uh, Christian Coloco, like, also uh, I should say the Miami Dolphins should be calling whatever Martin Twin is on the heat because that was a great tackle. Yes. Just tackled him. Yep, yep. Take him down. And then didn't get the first down. <laughs> stopped him right at the line. Yep. Um, I found it also interesting that once Scotty was out, that Christian Coloco was the one starting, not right. Precious Achua. Yeah. I guess maybe they like him in that six-man kind of role. And, wow, did you hear the stats? 22 rebounds. <laughs> yeah, it was ridiculous. Like 10 points. Yeah. That guy, this this is a team that plays modern basketball. Yeah. And they have the, yeah, if Siakam's not on. Some nights you can have the, oh, here's the Scotty Knight. Here's the OG night. Right. Boucher's back now. Yeah. Bonjour. They have, like, such good pieces, but you could tell they're maybe two years away from being all of those guys are developed and signed and
1: And get signed one all-star superstar.
0: Yeah. I was going to say, I'm I'll throw this out as a half conspiracy theory, half hope that Kyle Lowry has like one year left on his deal in Miami. It didn't look very good in either game. Maybe two is, is he a backup point guard in Toronto to end his career? I hope not. No.
1: Ooh, no wasn't wasn't even taking any uh, charges, like it just doesn't look good. Like he looks like he might be and he didn't listen to his general manager's instructions (laughs) in the off season and the body fat percentage. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Oh, fat shame I think he had
1: seven points on Monday. I don't quote me on that, but it wasn't double digits. That's for sure.
0: Yeah, he's in a he's in a different phase now. Yeah. Um. The Golden State Warriors, before the season, signed two extensions. So I'm going to tell you the details of the contracts. Um, and I want you to tell me, and I'll tell you who the two players are, but I yep. want you to tell me who got which contract. So Jordan Poole and Andrew Wiggins both signed four-year deals. Yep. One got $140 million, Right. The other got 109. Who got which deal? Uh, well, I think i know but i would have said
1: wiggins got the
0: bigger deal that he realistically should have but yeah. jordan Poole got the four-year 140 million dollar yeah. deal
1: they must have different agents and <laughs> i'm sure wiggins a- agent must be going yeah but you're older yeah
0: <laughs> i don't know wiggins was the hero of that fight fine- like he's going to be the unsung hero because steph was amazing he was the mvp uh, absolutely all of that. but wiggins he- was the second best player. absolutely
1: if he doesn't win the mvp and they had a runner-up program yeah Wiggins wins it we talked
0: about that after like game four it's like if Golden State wins are we sure Wiggins isn't the MVP exactly uh I just I find that interesting Jordan Poole I think is stepping into a different role now where he's kind of the Warriors backup point guard when also like if Clay isn't on he'll be playing crunch time kind of deal but Wiggins is just he's going to be out there
1: yeah like he's not backing up anyone oh so shouldn't he be getting starter money
0: got a deal there yeah yeah that's true for Fear golden the state but yep. they're and they're also just i think they're just gonna give up on worrying about the luxury tax again and they're just gonna pay whatever they have to yeah. to keep this team together right uh adam silver brought up something fascinating in relegation which we've talked about uh, in terms of teams that are tanking yep. is their way they should be set, sent down adam silver brought it up and kind of almost immediately said it won't happen but because of all this tanking stuff in this year, with like not just Wembanyama, but even Scoot Henderson, the second pick, right? A lot of teams are going to be tanking. So then Silver brought up, you know, if there was a way for to send down the worst two NBA teams and bring up the best two G League teams, right? We would love to do that, but it's just not realistic. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: The owners would never allow that.
0: But then also, because I was thinking, like, if it's the worst team and they win the lottery,
1: <laughs> yeah. So now the best player
0: is in the G League. Yeah.
1: Which I guess the G League would love,
0: yeah, right. Like, yeah, come and Now we got fifteen thousand people a night watching our games, right? They get one banyama. Um, Anthony Edwards. Um, I don't think agrees with what Minnesota did in the off season. Um, maybe this quote is taken out of context, but he said that small lineups work better for me, which is kind of hard when. You just traded for Rudy Gobert, and right. you have Carl Anthony Towns, who are two senators that are now playing together on the floor. Yeah. That's just – that's a weird statement that also feels very much intentional. Yeah. Like, you're not saying that by accident. Right. Um, What else we got? Zion Williamson, I just wanted to say he, he just looks really good. Well, he's playing basketball, so, yeah, <laughs> that's a good sign in itself. Yeah. He was uh, – he's missed – a game or two already but right. they're for, gonna
1: is it for precautionary what are we calling that again
0: i don't remember what his is but he's he's been day to day with some kind of injury right and my last thing is brooklyn and i just think keep an eye on this brooklyn team once they get all their like seth curry and joe harris are hurt if they get more shooting on this team right ben simmons isn't the number one guy he's the number three guy on this team and yep. does he's not even going to be relied on to score I kind of hope they play him at center because like that would be, that would be an interesting wrinkle for Brooklyn. I just think it's a team that no matter how good they are, it's a team you're going to want to watch.
1: I wonder if they fire their coach. Does (laughs) he make it through the year?
0: Does that does seem like a, if they're struggling, that's, that's your scapegoat. That's fair. Uh, That is all I've got. Let's get to the bad, good and great. Right, and and first off, let's start off with our new
1: topic. Yep, um, which is going to be pick a side. So at the end of every episode, we'll take turns to pick a side. So my first topic, and again, you'll be able to pick whatever side you want, is the ghost runner in baseball. Do you like it, or do you not like it? Should it also be in the playoffs? We'll leave it at that, and we can talk about that next time? next episode. Okay. So we'll le- save it at the end, and then so you have some homework to do, and and again, you can pick either side, argue it, and I'll argue the other side of it. Okay, whatever that is. All right, all right. Um, bad, good, and great. First, bad I have is NBA divisions. <laughs> can you tell me the NBA East Central Division teams?
0: Uh, is it called Central? First of all, I don't even know what it's called. So, the Atlantic is the 76ers, Celtics, uh, Raptors, Nets, Knicks. Okay. I felt like I named too many teams. The Central is Milwaukee, Indiana, Chicago, Detroit. Milwaukee, Chicago, Detroit, Indiana. I'm missing a team. Yeah. Milwaukee, Chicago, Detroit, Indiana. I know everyone's probably oh, Cleveland. Everyone was probably screaming at me. Cleveland. And then the last division is Miami, Orlando, Charlotte, Washington for some reason, and Atlanta. Okay.
1: Do you know who the division winners were last year? But uh, no. And did did it, does it matter? No. So why do we have divisions? That's my bad. Because I was doing the Sports Illustrated NBA preview, and and they're going through. Okay, let's take a look at the NBA divisions. And I'm going. They still have divisions. <laughs> why? No, what like it's not like the th- if you win a division you're ranked third, so why even have the di- I don't understand that at all. No, that's Is it fair. just for again? It used to be for newspapers so they could put them in the columns, <laughs> but like you're saving money on ink if you don't have to put Atlantic Division, just put the Eastern Conference. Yeah, I've never looked at to see who the divisions are and who's winning the division. Do people
0: do they have still have banners Atlantic Division winners? Probably, probably, wow. But I don't think you have a ceremony for it. Okay. I think you just silently yeah. put it up, so they don't
1: pop the champagne. And go, we won the Atlantic Division, even though we finished fourth in the conference. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's... or or
1: a play in. <laughs> I don't. You know what I mean? It's just why why still have that? I don't get it. Other than I know, like for travel and like okay, you're gonna have to. I've never heard like okay tonight it's division rivals. Yeah, right. Sixers and Raptors, or you know, yeah. just. I just think that's weird. Um, so anyway, I'll leave it at that. I I I could have put that in my my pick aside for that, but it seems it's one sided. I want to pick a side where it's I you, where you can legitimately fight both sides, right? Yeah. Um. I don't know if you've seen this. Simona Halep's going to be suspended for the next four years.
0: Whoa! I didn't know it was that long. Yes. Ow. Um Doping, isn't it? Yes, I guess they don't.
1: Sh- Again, she's under the impression she didn't know what she was taking, which I don't, I've don't. i never heard anyone go, Ah, oh, you caught me. <laughs> uh, yeah, right, right? So I guess there's a process, so she could get it reduced. So we'll see what happens there. She was thinking of retiring anyway, which I was surprised to hear that, but this might do her in for good. Hmm. Um, oh, I don't know if you've seen this. Um, your Atlanta Falcons. Did you see what your mascot did? Look up oh, Atlanta yeah, Falcons no, mascot yeah. who takes out a little eight-year-old boy trying to run for a touchdown, and then they end up almost fighting, and then the rest of the team has to come to the rescue. What's going on with your Falcon?
0: I know usually <laughs> it's a lot. It's, like, jokes. Like, I know the Colts mascot did that, but right. it kind of seemed, like, personal. It was, it was
1: aggressive. It was. Right? Like, I could see, like, pushing him a bit, but, like, the kid was not happy, right? No. He came back at the Falcon, like.
0: Freddy, oh, Freddy just, the Falcon, I think. Is, is that, okay, is that what think, his
1: nickname is? I think so. Gotcha. Um, okay, under the good, I've got uh, Center is actually borrowing my ideas. I don't know if you've seen they have. It's called Best and Best, so they'll show the best play of the night, but also the best funny play of the night. Oh, like a blooper? Yeah. That's cool. So anyway, they're kind of stealing my idea, but that's okay. Uh, I just put the New York Yankees season as good because, in my mind, it, you finish – We'll call it fourth, right? Overall, like yeah. in the entire league, you yes, you didn't win a game in the American League Championship Series, but you got there. So in my mind, I think they had a good season. Um, and then great. Um, going getting to college football, which we really really didn't talk about at all, and we're well over halfway through the season. Uh, Tennessee had a big win over Alabama, yep, which was a huge upset, and that just kind of in my mind kind of Topsy turvies the top four teams, and now it's kind of wide open in my mind.
0: Yeah, because we've got Georgia is probably going to be there. Yeah,
1: they're number one. They're going to be tough to beat for sure. Ohio State, they're going to another juggernaut team. Like they're, I'm not watching them because they're teams. Even if they're playing a ranked team, they're killing them.
0: Yeah, um,
1: Clemson. Clemson's the only one I'm like, yeah. Because of the conference they play in, the ACC, like, I just don't find the teams they play are competitive. So they did, they and they've won all their games, but they've been close. that yeah, like Syracuse game was
0: close. Right.
1: Like they, they even put in their backup quarterback, Clemson. They pulled, I can't even pronounce his name. I but, think we just call him DJ. Okay. Anyway, they had to pull him, but Boston College, they played, and Syracuse are like juggernaut offensive teams. And they, they won both those games, but barely. Mm-hmm. Well, I shouldn't say barely. They did clobber Boston College, but it just – I don't know. I just – I don't feel comfortable with them being a top-four team, but that's where they're going to be yeah. undefeated. And, and Michigan's still there.
0: Michigan's still there. They're going to have to play Ohio State, which the, this year it's in Ohio State, which is a little little more scary. Now can, no, they can't play each other again. Well, I guess
1: they could. They could both make the playoffs still and then play each other again, especially yeah, if you the, go to the new format. And they're that on bit. the – because they're on the same, same side conference side uh, yeah. so they both yeah I don't like that. Um the Phillies catcher Romalto, is that how you pronounce his name? Uh Real Muto. Real Muto. First, American though. First catcher in the history of baseball playoffs to hit an inside the park home run. Oh yeah. I forgot that I remember seeing that. I forgot he was the first. First ever and the only th- problem I have with an inside the park home run is it's never really an inside the park home run. It's a, it's an outfielder trying to make a catch because, or and there's an error in there somewhere. Yeah, it's never. You, I don't it's think anyone clean. can never hit a clean inside the park home run exactly. It's true. But anyway, good for him. A catcher of all people, like you doing something right because it's not like that's the fastest position out there. No. Um. Morant for the Memphis Grizzlies, eighty-three points in the first two games, most in franchise history. No surprise there. If he could play a little bit of defense at some point,
0: <laughs> then he might be known as a much better player. Kevin Kevin Durant said that he's gonna be the face of the league. Which I found it's it's interesting when someone taps that next generation guy. Right. Um
1: what else do I have? Uh, NHL goalies. Already some like amazing saves already this year, and we're only, what, seven, eight games into the season for some teams. Uh, and really, other than the Vancouver Canucks, it doesn't feel like anybody is blowing it for Bedard. So no. you can't say anybody's tanking in the NHL. It certainly doesn't feel that way. I think it makes a big difference when you do have a draft lottery as opposed to your last you pick first. So I think that makes a big difference, even though the NBA has the same thing, right? Isn't it the same idea where it's yeah, a lottery? I think,
0: I think they even have, like, lesser odds. Okay. So it's like they try to in- incentivize you not to tank. Tank, right. Fair enough. Um, Yeah, and that's uh, pretty much all I,
1: all I have. Uh, the only other thing I was just mentioning again, just to kind of realize it from watching the captain is – uh playoff baseball games always come down to one or two plays and every game seems to be close like watching the um again the captain i forgot like how close and nail-biting those games were like i remember the 96 uh world series turning it off and going to bed the yankees were down by six or something oh well i'm going to bed i'm not gonna watch the rest they wake up and they won
0: Like Like, and won the World Series, not the whole thing, but they were
1: down two games to nothing, and they were down six nothing. I remember going, "Oh, well, it was a good, you know, Jeter's rookie year. They're all young kids. Like this, they got to learn to lose, right? You start getting that mentality, right? But uh, yeah, it just goes to show you, like one play, it's everything's so hyped up in the playoffs that again, for Blue Jay fans. We all know that one that like how long are you not going to talk about that one play? Oh, yeah, right. Like did that wasn't that the not just the game but the series your season this right your season everything right your was it? Well, I don't even know what the score was at that time. I don't think it was eight one. No, it right? was would have been it was the comp- starting
0: of the comeback eight three eight four because they scored three runs on that play. Right, so it must have been to like eight five eight six something right. like that. Yeah. Um, I actually, you're usually coming in with the screenshots. I got some screenshots for you. Oh,
1: yeah. I actually got to <laughs> one more for you too. Uh, um, yeah, go ahead.
0: So I'm actually, we're going to turn this into a quick guessing game. You okay. don't need to give me the number of games, but there are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven players with the fewest games to 700 points in the NHL. Just, just throw me out some names. There's some Gretzky. Yes. 317, 363 um mcdavid 488 um jagger no uh lafleur no bossy mike bossy 469 there's one name on here that i think everyone always forgets like i want them to do a documentary on this person because people forget how good this one guy was it's like late 80s, early 90s, or maybe 80s player. I don't know. Uh, I'll, I'll just go through. So Wayne Gretzky, 317. Yeah. Mario Lemieux, 363. Right. Peter Stastny. Oh, right. 457. Yes, because he was a rookie at 30 year, 28 years old. Forgot about that. Uh, Mike Bossy, 469. Yari Curry. I, I, was, I had him, but I was going, ah, I don't know. Uh, 483 McDavid, 488, and Sidney Crosby, 497 games. Sid. Sid, I forgot about Sid, the guy people forget. Also, um, sport the Sports Equinox, yep. were all four major sports we had, uh, the 27th and 28th editions uh, on Thursday and Sunday. We could have had the 29th, but both the Yankees and uh, Padres lost. So that was like a good and a bad. Um, another great was – um, can't remember what game this was. It must have been – the is either the Brooklyn game or the uh, Cleveland game for the Raptors. Okay. Uh, uh, the starting lineup, so OG, Scotty Pascal, Gary Trent, Fred Van Vliet are the only team – are the only starting five in NBA history to have 15 points, yeah. at least one three made, and one steal – and that's the second time they've done that they did they did it earlier this year against like january of this year against miami so no other starting five has done this in nba history once let alone twice wow so i thought that was a that was a really fun fact for sure yeah those are my those are my screenshots
1: um (laughs) yeah i just had the falcon on there (laughs) again um Uh, Yeah, it was the, I I don't have the video of it, but you may have seen it. It was a, um, the Cleveland, I think it was Cleveland that has the, um, I think it's a macaroni sausage
0: with Cheerios. Oh, I have heard of like the wait, like basketball or baseball? No, baseball. Yeah, baseball always has and weird they had food. the.
1: It was on Sports Center. I, just, I kept it Sports Center, but I can't find it now. But anyway, they because sh- it's better to actually see the video of yeah. it. But it was like, oh, I guess maybe that might be good.
0: Yeah, baseball takes a lot of risks with food. Exactly, because they're just like, yeah, you're gonna be here for like three hours. You might as well have like a ten foot hot dog or something. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, while you're here. Um. Yeah, that's all I got that's uh, all we got all right um yeah that's that's all we both got and uh we'll be back we'll be back for pick a side next week right and uh, you know what i'm also gonna make we're just gonna on the fly make screenshots just another segment just whatever okay. screenshots we got gotcha uh but yeah uh besides that we will see you next time